I'm Steve. I'm Colin. I'm Trevor. I'm George. I'm Michael. I'm <laughs> I'm Joey. <laughs> I'm Greg. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> I'm Heath. I'm Arnold. I'm Raish. Oh, hi. It's me, Christopher. Yeah. I'm Rafe. I'm Leo. And we are the Turtles. Cuckoo Cachoo. <laughs> Fucking. We, we've been gone too long. Chet, <sighs> Chet. I'm Jake. I'm John. And it has been two weeks. Three. Three weeks for John. Yo. Two weeks for me. Oh, I missed one. You you missed two? No, I I, I was saying like the voices thing. Oh, what did you begin to do? Hey yo. <laughs> Which one is that is that Razor Ramon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. Hey yo. Hey yo. Oh, good lord. <clears throat> that was fun. Yeah, so it's uh it's been you know two three weeks depending on uh, which of us you're talking to. Hey. Um, yeah, last week uh it's just I was busy. I didn't you know neither of us really kind of felt like doing it, and so just took a week off. It's been a rough week for for me at work. So I yeah. took a new position. So had a couple of days where I had to stay over super late because of stupid shit going on. So that has been fun. Management, yay, yay. Yeah, it's um. And the week before that, I had a. Birthday Halloween party, Halloween party. Was that it, or was it? You said it was like a friend that came into town, or something like that. I don't remember. I know I went up to Bob. You don't remember what story well, you made up? To, yeah. To get no, out I of up, it. I forget one. <laughs> trying to think of what it was. Because we, we had like a, I had a Halloween party and then hung out with Kara for her birthday and then did this and did that and I just can't remember what was going on that I. Yeah. Forgot. But it was uh, so it's been a couple weeks and uh, last time you heard us it was me and Michelle. And, uh, you guys did one without me? Yeah, we did. Motherfucker. <laughs> What'd you call it? Like, this, is, this is You're Not John edition? <laughs> so creative. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, we're going to go ahead and just kick this off real quick. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Cause, spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Glenn. <gasps> the Asian. I don't, I don't follow. He's Captain Popeye. Oh. oh, okay. You're talking about Cutthroat Kitchen. Yeah, I watched the week episode. It was, <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, it is what it is. Walking Dead. Go Negan. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was uh, a hell of a premiere. And the second episode, have you watched the second episode yet? No. There's no real spoilers. Yeah, I know. I, I already heard a lot of stuff. I was like, there's no real spoilers just, for that one. That one's like King Ezekiel's de- debuts yeah. in it. Because I heard it's just a lot of, like, mourning. <laughs> like... It's not. It's not? Okay. No mourning. It's oh. This all focuses on Morgan and uh, Kevin. Oh, it's just Morgan. Okay. And they sorry. don't know. All they do, all they know now is that uh, um, King Ezekiel and the kingdom do... Uh, Shiva. Do, do with Shiva, Shiva. Do trade with, uh, sa- with the saviors. Yeah. Or don't really trade, but give an offering. Yeah. Um, deal with... One of the things they give them, apparently, is uh, pigs. And with... All they, that bacon dough, bro. What they do with the pigs... Is let them feast on uh, walkers. 
Interesting. And then give those pigs to uh, the saviors. Interesting. So now they get to eat tainted meat. Tainted meat. <laughs> Callback. That's what that's called. They <laughs> but they, um, but yeah, it was, a, the second episode was really good, but it was nice to have an episode that just wasn't super fucking depressing. Right. Like, um, I went and watched some of the YouTube reactions to it. Uh, they're fairly accurate. Some of them are a little bit overboard, I think. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like hands over mouth is mouth is mouths, mouthies, mouthies. Uh, I know the entire time me and Michelle were watching it and like my hand was over my mouth the entire time. Yeah. What is happening? Because I knew it, I knew it was coming when they're getting ready to show it, and then whenever he picked Abraham, I was like, "Oh, okay." I was I was like bummed out a little bit because, it, well, okay, I like Abraham. Yeah, he was a I do he was too. a fun character. Really, really liked him. But then I felt I was like, okay, they kind of pussed out. Yeah. They didn't get a character that <clears throat> I kind of figured that they were gonna once they picked Abraham. I was like, they're they're gonna do another character. Yeah, I should have thought better, but I was taken aback. I was just like, oh. Yeah, it's kind of just surprising. And okay. Then, and then whenever Daryl stands up and punches him, which I was like, fuck yes, Daryl. I just love Daryl so much. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, they're going to fucking kill Daryl now. And then they took him back, and, uh, and he says, not every bit, not not a bit of that is okay. And I'm like, as he's standing there, I'm thinking about him, like, oh, he's really close to Glenn. Yep. Uh-oh. Oh, God, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh god! And then, hop, and there goes Glenn, and it was oh my god, it was gruesome. Yeah, and it was like unsettling. And the I had my hand over my mouth the entire time. And Michelle said she told me she's like, I thought you were gonna cry. I was like, I'm not gonna lie, almost did. I said and it's, it was just like it was emotional. It was. It was really emotional. I felt it felt like you lost. Did you see the picture? Of it has the original cast. And, and, like, has, and they put Harambe in the... Yeah, they put Harambe in it. But they blacked out everybody that's dead. Yeah. There's just two left now, or three left now? Uh, Three. Carol, Rick, and... Uh, Carl. Coral. Coral. Um, and she... They, holy, holy fuck! Whenever he was like, you're still looking at me like that? And he has, you know... First of all, he has them put the guns to the back of their head, even with their noses. That way, if they shoot, have to shoot them, it just sprays all over Rick. It's what, yeah. I'm like... That's brutal. And then he says he's going to make him, uh, make Rick chop off Carl's hand. Yeah. I was like, good Lord. It's just the whole thing. I was like, they're really hammering at home. They want you to fucking hate that character. But just something about him I like. He's just charming. He is really charming. He's, he's the good guy in his own story. And he, Honestly, that's true. how he looks at him, too. That's how Jeffrey Dean Morgan looks at him. Yeah. He's the good guy of his own story. Yeah, he, These guys came in. They're mucking stuff up. He's the Rick of the of yeah. his group. You know, he's, he's doing everything he feels is right. But, and his thing is, we really don't know his backstory, even in the comic book world. Like, we, I really... Snippets. I hope they do that. an episode that... Yeah. I don't know. I like Have you the, seen the I comics? Like, I, I haven't got to so, that point so yet. So, they've released one page... Uh, in another comic book every month. Mm-hmm. So after all those are done, you're going to have one page from each of those books that's going to make one comic. Of what? Negan's backstory. Oh, that's so and cool. They're only, on issue, they're only on page three or four now. This is in the newer issues, right? Yeah, it's a different book completely. Oh, really? Yeah, it's another book that uh, Kirk, I think I think Kirk, has made. Oh, but yeah. Like, he's... But it's a separate book completely. But it has one page of Negan's backstory in each book. And so you have to buy them all. I think when they're done, they're going to release just the issue together. That's so but fucking But it's not going to be like, it's not going to be for like another probably five months, six months. Yeah. It's a decent sized issue. But 
I, I my thing is is his backstory. Like he could have been a, a normal person, and just because of all the shit that's happened to him to this point, he's like, listen, like I'm done. I have to do it this way to keep people in line. Again, it's the same thing. He takes, he does, so he's he, exactly he, like Rick. He, he has does what to, he has to do to keep his people safe. And, and the best thing for them, for everyone else, was to keep him in line because he had a bunch of probably murderers and stuff. And he has Because Rick got lucky. A lot of the people he has have been real good people. Yeah. Like, Megan probably hasn't. He's probably had a bunch of shitty criminals. Yeah, like and, Trevor from... Yeah. From, from Grand Theft Auto. He's insane. So, but, like, he's had to keep them in line. <laughs> what if he's playing? That'd be so good if he's just playing that character. And he's, he's actually Trevor from GTA Five. He just survives. He just survived. Um, no, it's uh, it, it was such a stellar episode. A lot of people give, giving a lot of shit though. It's it was too much. It was too gruesome. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? It was one. It was precisely like the comic book, in that sense with uh, with Glenn's death because his death in that, if I'm remembering it correctly, uh, was. Fairly gruesome. Oh, yeah. And eye-popping. Yeah, but, uh, it, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was it was shot for shot, minus a couple things, but nothing crazy. Right. Like, he, he said, I'll find you, which I was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. Don't care. Like, it was, and that's what I told him. I was like, it, it was even more sad because it's like, in his last moments, even when he's literally out of his mind almost, uh, his only thought is of Maggie. Yeah. And that's it, I thought that was fucking adorable. In the comic books, he just says Maggie. Right. I understand. Like it's just a name. He says it, it's over. But, but it was. I thought that was. Rough. It was so good. It was it, like it's like I'm still dealing with it. And there's a lot of people also like it's just a TV show. I'm like yeah, but here's the thing. The whole point is for you to get emotionally attacked. Exactly, and that's it's the same thing. Whenever um, drama. <laughs> whenever I watch okay, whenever on Family Guy, whenever they killed Brian. Who? Brian the dog. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I heard a lot of snuff about that. So. If people got really, they're like, it's just a cartoon. I'm like, okay, yeah, but we've spent, what, almost 15 years yeah. with these characters and learning to love them. Most people's favorite character is Brian. Exactly. And that's, and, and yeah, I was fucking sad. And it wasn't, it was like, yeah, he died. And then they drew, like, whenever he was dying, Stewie was shaking. It was, it was fucking heartbreaking when you watch yeah. it. And everything, the, the, I think the three episodes after that, were really sad and emotional episodes, um, and and people are like, it's just a cartoon. Yeah, but it's not. You know, it is just a cartoon. It is just a cartoon. But, but you're, we attach to it emotionally. Yeah, if it's you like any like, show that you love, you get attached. To the exactly. Characters. Like every time I watch Firefly, and then watch Serenity, it makes me cry. Yeah, yeah, oh God, yes. Because like Firefly, there's not really. Any, any real bad, but in in <laughs> Serenity, whew. because I kind of have to close those doors. I was, but I, was, I almost cried whenever. Um, dude, I, I hate it when Book dies. That's what I say. When Book died, that's what almost got me. And then, oh my god, I was. Uh, and then was, they're like taking the bodies and put them on the ship for the yeah. Reaver thing. I was like, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. And I was texting. And I, went, I, I was so bad for Zoe. And I was texting uh, Farron while I was watching it, and uh, I was I was like, fucking Book, damn it! And she's like, oh wait. Just, just, just wait. wait. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she's, like, and she's like, it gets so much worse. Yeah. I was like, no. And then it happened. It was just, it was sudden too. It was like, we, uh, uh, I'm like a leaf in the leaf in the wind. Watch and, how it's over. And boom, it's like, I was like, <laughs> the equivalent of what I would have cared about in the Matrix if 
<laughs> Trinity. <laughs> Almost. It could have been that. I, I had no emotional attachment no. to fucking Matrix. Mm-mm. After no. that, the second one. Like, the second one was okay. And like, like, I and this, I loved the first one, but I still had no attachment to yeah. the characters in that movie. Because it was just... I, care, I cared. I, I liked the, the connection with with Neo and Trinity. Like, their, their relationship yeah. I like. But honestly, I almost like his relationship with Morpheus more. Like, yeah. Like, the father-son-ish kind yeah. of. Like, when, the whole thing, like, I don't know why it gives me, like, it doesn't give me goosebumps, but I get, like, chills thinking about it. Like, the scene where Morpheus is tied up. And he's yes. just like, come on. Like, he's like, oh, go just do it. It is. It was, it was a really. And then, like, when he gets shot and he jumps, I'm just like, okay. I'm up. still waiting on, like, they, <laughs> there's always this rumors that, you know, they're going to make a Matrix 4. Yeah. Uh, as long as they, and don't I'll write tell you it. what, man. I yeah, as long as the Pachowskis don't write <laughs> give it, give it someone else. Like let them direct it, do produce do, it, something. Do what George it, Lucas did. Give it to better writers and yeah. directors. Give it to Kasdan. <laughs> but it was Imagine um, him writing <laughs> Matrix. But it was uh, but Walking Dead. Uh, the first episode, fucking stellar. Second episode, awesome. Minus all the hate it got. Yeah, minus all the hate it got. I it don't understand. Amazing. I don't understand the hate it got. Right. But I wouldn't say it's their best episode, but it's close. It's definitely one of their best. Yeah. It's and uh, you know, I think the episode where Beth dies is totally the best. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, that episode though. So boring. It, it's terribly boring, but I cried watching that episode. Yeah. And only because it was like everybody's like, oh, because Beth died. I'm like, no. Daryl's reaction. Daryl's reaction, yeah. Fucking reacted, killed me. He reacted way more than Maggie. Maggie, Maggie was just like, oh no, my sister's dead. No. You know, she fell to her knees, but it was... It was fucking like, Norman Reedus can emote. Like, you like you wouldn't think he would. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially the character. And that's, I think that's what makes it more powerful. I just powerful. love it. Like, he's in the room and just pulls the gun out. I'm just like, oh God. I loved it. Because it, it was like... It was so cool because he was just like... Uh, <laughs> Rick's like, no, don't. And then, nope, fuck that bitch, and kills her. And yeah. it's like, yeah, fuck that bitch, kill yeah. her. But it was in Rick's... Take one of ours, take one of ours. And, like, I, and I love her face, like Dawn's face. Oh, yeah, she, like, she's like, fuck. Immediately, like... She realized ripped. what she did, and it was clearly an accident. Yeah, she didn't mean to do it, but it was, she still did it. Yeah, it, but just Daryl's... Him crying was just heartbreaking. Yeah. It, him crying whenever uh, Merle, he had to, when he had to kill Merle... Oh Jesus, that that's rough. That destroyed me. And then it was uh, Rick uh, Andrew Lincoln. Holy fuck, can that dude cry? Because he's he's got like one. He's always sopping wet. I know, right? Like he's, he's it's like he's been everybody for the even past hour yeah, everybody half. else is like you know sweaty, but he's it's like, like he's like he's like a wrestler. He, he is. <laughs> he walks out and just <laughs> <laughs> his hair gets drier the more things happen. So we get Andrew the oil. <laughs> get him the oil. Get him the oil. Get him the Earl. But he, uh, in that same episode, whenever Beth dies, uh, his reaction is wonderful. How he, how he, he can usually react fairly well, but to anything. Uh, Oh, uh, his reaction whenever he's going to have to chop Carl's arm off. Oh, I know. I was like, did you notice too? Like, I love his acting because the entire time, not just with Carl, but from the end of last season to this season to the end of this episode, the entire time, if you look into Andy's eyes. You can see him as the character trying to figure a way out. Yes. The entire time just trying to like, he's looking around like, what can I do? How can I get out of this? What plan can I come up with in the next 30 seconds and he to just, fix this? And there's nothing. nothing. He's, there's he, too many of them. There's, and, no, there's nothing you can do. And it's finally at the end of this episode, at he, the end he of this episode, he's broken. Yeah, he knows. And, that, and people and, didn't understand why, he, why Negan took him away. 
I was like, it's so much easier to break him when he's away from his group. Yeah, like, he doesn't have to. He won't have to pretend or stay strong in front of his group. He'll break when he's by himself, but he still didn't break. It took him threatening Carl. Yeah, and it was. I thought. I thought for sure he was going to chop his own hand off. That's what I thought he was going to do and make it like the comics. Yeah. Uh, even though Kirkman has said that he's that's the one thing he regrets he did in the comic books. He yeah. wishes he had never cut Rick's hand off, which is why he said it probably will never happen in the show. Which I understand, because that's a lot of work. Yeah. But I mean, it can was, you imagine, in the show, having to put a prosthetic on him every episode? It would be just awful. And he wouldn't be able to do anything, because it was his right hand. Yeah. So he'd have to be, like, fumbling with the gun with his left hand. It would be an interesting dynamic to see him, how he, you know, I mean, it'd be relearns cool. it. I think if they were going to do it on the show, it would be better to do it now, because Carl's growing up. And he can so kinda, where he can take care of his father. And, and when they kind of sort of did what I would want to see with, with Carl, which was when he got shot in the eye, he had to relearn how to, you know, like he was throwing the ball at the wall to catch it and he's relearning how to shoot. And, yeah. Uh, but well, it was... Because he's right-handed and yeah. trying to adjust with no... No, no peripheral or, yeah. you know... He just has one eye. <laughs> he, um... I, I, but I just I can't know. wait. And see, I don't get what people always talk about how uh, Chandler Riggs isn't a good actor. And Joey says the same thing all the time. He's, but he is. Yeah, I think he's great. One when he when he first started, he was kind of me. The, yeah, he's young. He, he was a kid. Yeah, and that's and that's what my my uh, I've I've said since they were casting for Spider Man whenever they're for Civil War. Mm-hmm. He was one of the front runners. Yeah, Asa Butterfield, uh, Tom Holland, and Chandler Riggs, and somebody else were like. The final four, and they were, you know, reading with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. and stuff like they're that. They were the Fantastic Four. They were the Fantastic Four, and that's why I told, I always say, I'm like, okay, clearly, one, we can always trust Marvel, right? Clearly, there was something about, about him that they liked. Yeah, and he's when got it, the work ethic too, it, man. And he's as soon honest. as soon as in season at the end of season four, or season five, whenever they're going to Terminus, mm-hmm. um, and he tells Michonne that more or less he's a psychopath he doesn't feel anything for anybody you know he didn't feel anything when he killed that uh, guy that was escaping the prison yeah uh, he said he didn't feel anything when he did it and, you, and they still haven't done anything with that but they kind of they're moving towards it now and you can see that whenever whenever Negan's face to face with him at the end of last season and he's face to face with him and he's not reacting he's just he's cold and you know just staring at him Negan gets it. Negan gets it, and that's what I I enjoy. I I cannot wait to see those two interact. Like yeah. I think it's gonna be awesome. But he did so. I would good. love to see what happens in the comic books. Happen in the in the whenever he uh, when he hides away, hides away and goes out. I still think he'll do it. I don't think they will either. Um, Especially with Daryl there. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. But it, it unless he goes to break Daryl out. Maybe he does. Maybe he's like that. Would be cool. Oh, that would be awesome. He goes whenever they take their offering, and. Uh, he hides away to break Daryl out because nobody else will go do it. And it'd be cool if he broke Daryl out. They got caught. Yeah. And so now he's stuck there with. And then, and then, then but Daryl gets away. Yeah. And but, then, uh, then they could he could tell them where. Daryl and Daryl can kind of tell them where all the stuff is. Yeah. Like, this is where they are. Blah blah blah. But it's uh yeah the so far season seven we're on right that's what that is, mm-hmm. uh, so far fantastic so far um so I, i'm just i'm really excited and the second episode i'm not taking anything away from it it was awesome yeah one it was hard to live up to yeah i mean it's, premiere, it's, but it, it was you have to calm down I mean, yeah you can't just keep going it was going a breather going. i'll tell you what it, it was fun it was kind of lighthearted. which i mean it makes sense with the kingdom yeah they're, they're kind of just 
King Ezekiel is fantastic. I just love his character. And I like because they do reveal that, you know, he's not really, he doesn't talk like that. He's, oh, he, none he's of them a, do. He was a zookeeper. <laughs> yeah. He just worked at the zoo. And I, I thought I was like. He, he was in plays. He was in theater. Yeah. And so he. That's what they, they reveal. He, he breaks, he, he breaks it down to Carol because Carol's like, she puts on the, uh, the upbeat, or not upbeat, but like wholesome woman, like innocent woman act. act. And uh, he sees right through her. And he, says, oh, yeah. and he says, don't bullshit a bullshitter. And he tells her the story of him. Cool. Uh, well, I got through that quick. Yeah. <laughs> it happens way later. But it was so, it was so of course, good. Carol's not there. <laughs> yeah, Carol dies what in? The prison. Yeah, the prison. <laughs> With like a bunch of people, doesn't she? I don't know. Carol dies in the I'm prison. Just she just, I'm just glad she fucking died. Yeah, she was. I, I fucking can't stand her. For, yeah, I was gonna say in the comic books, what I've what she's I've nuts. read of it, she's yeah, she's crazy and she's it's just a terrible. I told you what character. she did, right? She's a whore, wasn't she? Pretty much. She wanted to marry um, Rick and his wife. I don't. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Lori. Lori. Yeah, he wanted to marry. She wanted to marry both of them, and be with both of them, because huh. she's insane. And then she wanted to go kiss a walker, and that didn't end well for her. Thank God. She, uh, Jesus Christ! I I would actually kind of like to see, and, I, and they'll never do it, and I because I and I liked it that way too. But it would be interesting to see them put Daryl in the comic books, yeah. Somehow that'd be kind of neat. Was uh, now Merle was he part of the comic books? Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. The I thought brothers I, weren't in general. Yeah, I didn't think they were, but I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, they added them for the show, which worked. So. Yeah, and I don't think they were supposed to both stay on very long. Like Merle was gone pretty quick. Yeah, they said yeah Merle was you know he was gone there, and I heard the only reason I feel like they they kept him on a lot long was because Daryl was going to be on the show for a while. Yeah, and they said... Um, because I feel like they would have just had him come back and die. They said, I think they the said Daryl was supposed to die the way under... If I remember right, I can't... If I'm wrong, correct me. Uh, Daryl was supposed to die in season two. Probably. That's five years ago. But it's like... And he's still Darryl, like... Daryl dies, we riot. <laughs> yeah, but I do like uh, what Kirkman's reaction. He's like, it's like you guys are daring me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, stop fucking doing it, guys. <laughs> the more you say it, the more he'll do it. Like it's it's like George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah, I just I love his George R. R. Martin talked about the show. He, the girl, the the um, just he had an interview talking about the show mm-hmm. and how he liked the show and what he thought of it because it was just an adaptation. He's like, I really enjoy it. They do a good job at adapting my story. And he said his favorite thing to do was to go to the the, the premieres. And see all the characters that he knew were dead <laughs> or going to die. <laughs> he would walk up to people, not say it to them, but like, you're dead. <laughs> you dead. You were dead. And you're dead. <laughs> nice to meet you. You're having a job soon. <laughs> like that's In his head, that's how he put it. Like He's just like, you're going to die soon. You're already dead in the books and you're still alive on the show somehow. <laughs> like That kind of stuff. He does. He's like, I say that in my head all the time. Yeah, I can see that where he's like, oof, they got a bad future ahead of them. Yeah. Bravo for him, though, for, for killing off main characters. Like, yeah, you don't see that shit anymore. No, honestly, Walking Dead was it until Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. Game of Thrones really And Walking Dead, I mean, they killed off all, like, if you look, like I said, if you look at that all picture, the, cast. the main cast, there's three left. Yeah. If, unless you count Morgan, which he wasn't really a main cast. He wasn't part of the He was in the first season. He wasn't part of the group. Right. And they do also answer, you remember in... Fuck. Whatever, whatever season, whenever they get to Alexandria, yeah, and Morgan, they kept doing like the post credits where Morgan was walking, walking around. They answered the question. Now maybe they had already answered this, and I didn't realize it. 
But they answer the question as to who was marking the trees. It was Morgan. Right, yeah. Mor- yeah they, I never knew that. You show They show him marking the trees in the post-credits. Do they? One of the episodes. I don't remember that. Well, because before they, they revealed it was him. He was still in his mask and his getup. Oh. And he was marking trees. Oh. And then later on, it showed him take off his mask. Like, was, at the end of the season, it was Morgan. See, I didn't... I don't remember that. But they did in this episode, he's walking down... They're going on a... Whatever they're doing, on a trip, on a run. With uh, the kingdom... Uh, and he's walking up to trees and he's marking them. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And it was like in the background. It wasn't like a focus. It was just he was doing it in the background. I was like, oh, cool. That's because Michelle even, she didn't realize who, who was marking the trees. I said, they just answered that question. Or yeah. at least I thought that's when they answered it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so if you haven't got a chance to, watch Walking Dead. Yeah. Catch up. I dare you. Probably end of spoilers. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Just use the same every episode's a spoiler episode. Yeah, let's just we do a lot of news and, and And some of it has spoilers in it, so get with it, baby. If you don't sorry. <laughs> so let's talk about some news, man. Yeah. We just uh spent about thirty minutes stroking off Walking Dead. So. Yeah, baby. Um so why what's going on in uh, the world of Marvel T V there, John? Uh Jessica Jones has some news. Does it? Yeah. Every episode will be directed by women. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, inside joke. Uh, every uh, episode of Jessica Jones will be directed by a woman. Um, that's a that, that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah I guess they, they can do that. I got, I got mad at somebody <laughs> at work the other day because uh, we're talking about uh, they, they me and me and me and a guy named Tom. There, uh, he he's an older guy. He but he's really into sci-fi and. Uh, he used to watch Arrow and, uh, Arrow, and he refuses to watch The Flash. He says he thinks it would be... Too abs- outlandish? He, yeah, he thinks it would be too outlandish. Yeah. I'm like, seriously? That's kind of... I get it. So, like, you remember Steve at Walmart? Yeah. Big guy? Mm-hmm. He doesn't like James Bond because of that stuff. Like, yeah. It's too outlandish. I get it. Like, it's James Bond. It, it's, yeah, I get you, it. You accept a certain ru- set of rules in these movies yeah. and shows. But anyways, me and him were talking about... We always talk about, you know comic books we talk about sci-fi we talk about movies and we talk about politics um and this would be the most politics you hear us talk about uh on the show but we were talking about like uh, i might have changed my mind as to who i'm voting for because uh, initially i was going to vote for gary johnson but i i've come to realize that even if i vote for him he'll never win isn't that the sad truth though yeah you can't vote for who you want to vote for because it's, because if you don't vote for for one of the two main candidates your vote's worthless Exactly. Especially with the, uh, I still like, like I, we've said it before, but electoral colleges just need to disappear. Yeah, it's but, fucking uh, stupid. But uh, but I said I was gonna vote. For, I initially was gonna vote for him, but I realized ultimately, if you vote for Gary Johnson, you you might as well vote for Donald Trump, which is not something. I'm 100 percent against Donald Trump. I'm not. I'm not even for Hillary. I'm not either. But, but I am not for Trump. I just hate that it's like battle of two evils. Like you have to choose which one's worse or which one's. Uh, well, we only have to deal with him for four years because I guarantee whoever wins is not gonna get reelected. Um, but anyways, uh, so we're talking about that. And I said, I said, I'm honestly, I said, I'm probably going to vote for Hillary. And, uh, he, he's a Republican and he's like, I'm not excited about Trump. He said, but I don't want Hillary. So he's choosing, the, you know, what he feels is the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Um, or he might not vote. No, he already voted. He said, yeah, um, I thought about voting early. I might, I might actually go tomorrow morning to vote. Um, depends on what time I get up. But anyways, uh, so I said that and somebody I work with, uh, she, it's important to say that she's a girl. She's a girl, not a woman. She said, 
you're going to vote for Hillary? I'm like, yeah. And immediately I was like, oh, she's, you know, she's anti-Hillary. She's pro-Trump or whatever. She's like, you want a woman in office? They're too emotional. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, I was, I was mad about that. I was like, you fucking stupid. I said, if that's what you're basing your idea on of who deserves to be president, you don't deserve to fucking vote. I said, that's a privilege that you don't deserve. I said, that's not what you base it on. And she's like, well, I don't vote anyways. I said, then shut the fuck up. It's not part of this, you're not part of this conversation then. Yeah. Jesus. It irritated the piss out of me. One, it's because she's a woman and she still said that. I'm like, that's nonsense to me. We're too emotional to make decisions. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, clearly. And that's why you're not married. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, women are going to direct Jessica Jones season two. Good for them. Uh, I don't think I, they can direct, though. They're too emotional. They're too, way too emotional, which might work for the show. Jessica Jones is not emotional. It is not emotional. It's a pretty dead show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that's a good idea. No, it's I, good. I, and I, I kind of like this, and it's, and it shouldn't be an accomplishment or even a thing, but like all this, like kind of, you know, all the women are going to direct the Jessica, Jessica Jones season two episodes. Uh, we're going to have Wonder Woman, the first standalone mm-hmm. superhero movie that's, you know, a female. Yeah, female lead. That's the, that's the first time. It's happened, and it's ridiculous to me that it's even a thing. Yeah. But now it seems like it's getting more and more. So I'm really excited about all this, yeah. and it, I'm bummed out that it's a thing. But in any case, yeah, it sucks that it's just now happening. Like we've been doing superhero movies for so long, and first standalone it, female lead. It's, it's like really. It's coming out in what 2017 is when it is. Yeah, when we started what 2002. Two. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous to me. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, there's some new cast additions, also to the Punisher. I'm so excited they're doing the fucking Punisher, man. Are you? Yeah. Couldn't tell. Shut up. <laughs> uh, new cast additions. We got uh, Daniel Weber from eleven twenty two sixty three. Yep. Uh, he has been cast as Lewis Walcott, a young veteran who has had di- a difficult time reassimilating into civilian society. Uh, Jason R. Moore from A Lonely Place for Dying joins as Curtis Hoyle a friend of Frank Castle's and one of the few people who knows he is alive. Uh, we also have Paul Scholes from Nurse Jackie. He will play Rollins, a high-ranking member of the CIA whose operations in Afghanistan intersect with Frank Castle. Uh, Jamie Ray Newman from Bates Motel plays uh, Sarah Lieberman. Uh, Mike Rowe's wife, played by uh, Evan Moss Bacharach. Uh, whose marriage sounds like Klingon <laughs> whose uh, marriage has made her life far more complicated and Michael Nathanson the Nick and Wolf of Wall Street has been cast as Sam Stein a homeland agent who is challenged by his partnership with Dinah Amber Rose Riva. Um sounds interesting I mean it sounds cool I'm glad that, I mean it seems like they're getting some pretty talented people into the thing and I'm just. They still say they're gonna. It might wait till like 2019 or 2018 to be released, until after the Defenders comes out. Weird. And I'm like, why? Why would you film this and just keep it in the can for yeah. like two years? I wouldn't. That's ridiculous. To like, me. I mean, if he's not gonna be in the Defenders, it's fine. But like, air it. <laughs> air it anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, it can just, take place. You can say it's taking place after the Defenders or before the Defenders. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's not a part. He's a standalone dude. I think all the fans accept that. Yeah. So, um, heard Stan Lee's got some more cameos coming up. What? I know, right? No one saw that coming. Because he's 93 years old, they film him ahead of time now. Yeah, just to be safe. Just to be safe. Uh, James Gunn said, uh, or said, or whatever, that he has directed the next three Stan Lee cameos. So that's kind of cool. So, So, uh, yeah, I I think that's, I, I mean, it's smart because, yeah, he's 93 years old. 
Uh, so they have a total of uh, four. <laughs> uh, four uh, cameos filmed for them. Yeah. Uh, I, you got to assume, obviously, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, four or two, rather. Four? Four. They're making the fourth one already? <laughs> yeah, Damn. but four, two, and three, they made four. Yeah. Um, it's really confusing. Volume four. I assume for Infinity War. Guardians of the Galaxy B-side. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Infinity War, probably. And, uh, Maybe both Infinity War. Or Thor Ragnarok, too. Yeah. That's coming out soon. Yeah. Um, He'll be Odin for a day. <laughs> let's hope so. I have an Anthony Hopkins. Don't worry about it. Speaking of which, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be actually it should be out whenever you hear this. Uh, Doctor Strange, a <laughs> little bit of news yeah. ahead of uh, ahead of its release. Are we gonna go see that? I don't know if we are or not. Um, I don't know what I have to. Shady, I don't, I, so. It looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I have to work that day, so uh, we'll see. Okay. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, let's see. Uh, Scott Derrickson stated that he would like to use the villain night. Villain Nightmare and introduce the Nightmare Realm in a sequel. It's actually called the Dream Realm, but... You're the Dream Realm. But I, I copied and pasted because the article said Nightmare Realm, and I looked at, in, into it into the Dream Realm. Um, dream Dimension, rather. I apologize. Yeah. He is the evil ruler of a Dream Dimension? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where tormented humans are rot during their sleep, he roams his realm on his demonic black-horned horse named Dreamstalker. He appears as a chalk-white man in wild green hair, a green bodysuit, and a ragged cape. He was the first foe met by Doctor Strange in Strange Tales number 110. Uh, Nightmare is a demon from the dimension Everin? Everini? I don't know. That sounds about right. Sure. Like his cousin, the dweller in darkness, Nightmare is dependent on the human race's need to dream. Without this ability, Nightmare would cease to exist, but humanity would go insane? <laughs> There's actually, I guess, a story uh, I ran into when I was researching the character because I, I have very little knowledge of Doctor Strange. Or yeah, I'm not like I I like the character what I've read, but I don't know a whole lot about him. But he, uh, but I was doing the research on this on the character. Um, apparently, there was a storyline where Nightmare and Doctor Strange had to team up to stop the to stop um, the world from stopping dreaming. Because I guess there was another villain stopping the world or the people of the world from dreaming. Right. So they had to join together to stop that. Makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting, and, and they have a potential with Doctor Strange. I think to make Freddie would die too. Freddie would die, um, to make kind of a, a not horror movie directly, but they could make it suspenseful, suspenseful, thriller, scarier. Yeah, and I think Nightmare would be a good idea. Um, there is a, a mid credit scene. Surprise, surprise. There's actually two, mid credit scene and the end credit scene. Apparently, the end credit scene. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm gonna spoil it for you too. So, uh, motherfucker, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently, it's the longest one that they've ever made. Interesting. So it's uh, like another half hour. Yeah, it's just it's just like another part of the movie. Uh, but it's it just has to do with Baron Mordo becoming a villain. Oh, okay. Um, but in any case, uh, the mid credit scene um, is actually directed by Thor Ragnarok director uh, Taika Waititi uh, and features Doctor Strange's. Uh, Oh, and sees the uh, sorry sees the Sorcerer Supreme meeting with Thor and agreeing to help him and Loki find Odin so they'll return to Asgard and stop plaguing Earth. Nice. Uh, so it kind of looks to me that um, Doctor Strange will most likely appear in Thor Ragnarok as well. It seems like it might be at the end of Ant Man, the post credit scene for that one. Yeah. Whenever uh, Cap and uh, 
Sam were interrogating Winter Soldier. Bucky. Bucky. Uh, he's like, I know a guy. You know, that was, and that was actually part of Civil War. I think that's what's going to happen with this one, too. Probably. Um, it also looks like Benedict Wong. Who? Benedict There's Wong. another Benedict? Yeah. Oh, my God. He Are is, they twinsies? They're twinsies. Uh, but he will join Benedict Cumberbatch in reprising his role as Wong in Avengers Infinity War. Interesting. I just couldn't get over how weird that was. Yeah. Is he Asian? Yeah. Like what, what, you, what made you... It's like us. <laughs> um, it's like if, if your name was John. Oh. My legal name is Johnny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be your Benedict Wong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Slevin. Hey, um, that's my name. Why don't you read this quote? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Benedict Cumberbatch on what Doctor Strange's role in uniting Cap and Iron Man in Avengers Affinity War. And I quote, I think Doctor Strange has to be Team Doctor Strange. His job title is Defender of the Fabric of Reality. I mean, he fights other dimensional threats that are beyond the perceptions of what very potent squabble between Cap and Iron Man. And I'd like to think he's going to help them both rather than take sides. End quote. End quote. I think that'll be interesting to see that. I can't do a British accent very well, otherwise I would have. It's, we have to learn to do it. Uh, yes, question. And uh, I can do. I can do it. I can do a Cockney accent all day long, but he's not. He doesn't have a Cockney accent. No, he he's very. Uh, Oi! Oi! I think he has to be Team Doctor Strange. Speaking of which, just turned Australian. That was bad. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, me and uh, John went uh, what like a week ago to go see. About a week ago. Week ago. To go see uh, <laughs> Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, is a Fathom event at our... Uh... If you're not familiar with Fathom events, uh, AMC theaters do it, a couple other theaters do it, but it's it's essentially shows at theaters or like the Met Opera, and they do the recorded version. They play it at a local theater so that you can see it without having to travel to England yeah. or Chicago they also or, do, or New York, rather. They do other movies, too. They do yeah, and like... then they do like Turner Classic movies. They do yeah. like old school. They're... Like they're doing... Uh... Shining. The Shining soon. They did that. No, they, or did. they already did it. Yeah. yeah, and then they're doing Breakfast at Tiffany soon. They're doing uh, From Here to Eternity soon. Yeah, um, Space Jam. Yeah, that just woo. stand out. <laughs> so um, if you don't, if you if you're interested in that, like the the tickets we went to go see for for Frankenstein was eighteen dollars a piece. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in that, you just go to FathomEvents.com and it'll probably find a theater near you. But I I recommend it a whole lot. It's fantastic. It's so much fun. And one the, the the play was awesome. It was so good. It was really good. It it had uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller. Didn't have Benedict Wong in it. Didn't have Benedict Wong in it. Damn. Um, but it's uh, obviously the classic tale of Frankenstein. But it was his, different because it was kind of from Frankenstein's point of view. Yeah, or not Frankenstein from the monster's point of the view. The monster's sorry. point of view. Yeah, it was kind of um, neat. Yeah, and which was interesting. And it, what's cool about this particular play when they ran it originally. Uh, they would uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller would swap uh, roles. So one night Johnny Lee Miller would play the creature and Benedict would play uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And they'd swap the next night or the next uh, showing. Um, the one we saw was Benedict as the creature yeah. and Johnny Lee Miller as uh, Dr. Frankenstein, which I would absolutely love to see the alt- the other version. I would love of that. to see it. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see both. Oh yeah, totally. But I think Johnny Lee, I think Johnny Lee Miller would do. Uh, 
fantastic as yeah. the creature. I, I think it'd be cool if they released it on Blu-ray and yeah. had both versions. Of That'd it. be awesome. I, I would totally buy that. But it, they uh, need to release more shit like that because I like I want to see the the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the British version they did. Yeah, that inspired the American Fox version, which. Uh, <laughs> But they did a British version, and it was fucking awesome. I watched it on BBC America. It was it was great. But I want them to release it so I can watch it again. But they haven't, and like not even in England. I can't even find it anywhere. They, um, <sighs> but yeah, it, it, it was cool, and it, and I wish they would do a lot more of this stuff. Like I hope one day, like you you had brought up, I hope they do eventually do uh, Harry Potter on the Curse of the Child. I would love to. Yeah, that's um, awesome to go see that live. But in any case, yeah, live, if but... you're interested in that, go go check out Fathom Events and uh, see what's playing near you. Yeah, that was just a side note because we we're talking about Bendigo. They got a list of theaters too. Yeah, that do it. So just check check that out, and I I wholly recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's a good show. Um, moving on over to we with this came out a couple weeks ago. Me and Michelle talked about it. Uh, but I want to talk about it with you. Uh, the Logan trailer. It exists. It does. That's pretty much Michelle's reaction, too. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she's like, yay. Woo. Uh, it looked awesome. Uh, I like the idea of old man Logan mm-hmm. not healing as well, that kind of thing. Death of Wolverine. Yeah. It's cool. I'm excited to see what it is. I like the idea of having, like, all the mutants are pretty much gone. Yeah. Like, there's still very few left. And then, like, here's this new one. Yeah. Good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is you're you're now like their daddy, <laughs> but it looks it looks solid. Uh, and what's I think really cool about it is that it doesn't look like an action movie. It doesn't look like a comic book movie. No. It looks like a just a drama. Yeah. It kind of looks like a post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah. A little bit like a little like bit like Mad Max. Yeah. I just I don't understand why we didn't get a Red Man version trailer. We will. I know, but. Let's just take a minute. Americans are pussies. Yeah, we're too PC. I'm excited for the rated R. Like, I can't wait to go see it. Like, I know. But that's like, that's a that's a midnight release if I've ever seen. Oh one. yeah, like, I'm so excited. Um, but it, uh, it, I'll tell you, like it's emotional, but really emotional. Like yeah. it, when I've never seen a trailer or anything use uh, Johnny Cash's hurt to better effect than this trailer did. Yeah, it was, it was so good, awesome. Uh, I can't wait. Um, movies. Yeah, Deadpool two. Speaking of which, yeah, you think you think uh, Hugh Jackman will make an appearance? I think he will. I think he will too. I also think that he won't play Wolverine in the movie. I think he'll play Hugh Jackman. In the <laughs> He's movie. like, I'm here. <laughs> That's what I want. I want it so bad for him to be like like waiting for him to show up, and he just shows up in like blue jeans and a t shirt. Yeah, just, he's like, what are you doing? And he like just. I'm here. What do you want? Yeah. I think also. I also thought about it. I was like, "What if Deadpool just runs into the set of Logan?" Oh my god, it'd be amazing! Like while they're filming it, and then Hugh Jackman's like, "The fuck are you doing?" It's like you're supposed to be in white. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, some bad news. Yeah. Well, I, I, the reasoning kind of makes it not bad news, but still. Uh, Tim Miller has moved on due to creative differences with Ryan Reynolds and the writers. Apparently, it looks like uh, Tim Miller wanted to do, uh, wanted to make a big budget, more traditional comic book movie, while Reynolds and the writers did not. They want to stick to the lower budget yeah. of the first one. You know, what would be cool is if if they did like a high budget movie, but Deadpool and the characters were still doing low budget movie stuff. <laughs> Yes, like, that would be cool to have like all this big movie and just 
What the fuck is this? What's going on? What is, why is it so bright in here? It's supposed to be a dark den. It's like we, we had lighting. Why? <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it sucks because Tim Miller helped out quite a bit. You know, obviously yeah. he did a fantastic job with the first one, but it's like he kind of doesn't realize what made that movie so special. Is and you don't want Deadpool to be high budget. No, like, that's what made it. That's what I'm saying. It made, that's so what made it special. It was charming. It was done very well on such a short budget, and that's why it was such a huge success. Yeah. It made Fox so much money. Um, yeah, because they need it. <laughs> I mean, they kind of did. I guess they did do Fanforstic. I just want them to sell all the rights for Marvel. Back Except for Marvel. Deadpool, I, they're doing fine with. Yeah, that. they're doing fine, and they're doing fine with X Men. So just yeah, fucking let them have those. Give Fantastic Four. I just back wish to they him. would collaborate. They could. They I mean, made so much more money. I, I'm sure. Again, it's always a rumor that keeps coming up. Is that that they're always going to do it? But I would just love to see a Deadpool Spider Man movie. <sighs> that would be really cool. But then that's collaboration between three studios. I know. That's a little harder to navigate. Yeah. Or I'd like to see Deadpool with the Avengers. You know what? It's fucked up that we know, like, not like the technicalities, I guess, but the ins and outs sort of of contracts and where characters, <laughs> character rights lie yeah. because of Marvel. Um, but uh, there is a bright spot in this sort of bad news. Uh, John Wick co-director David Leach is apparently the frontrunner to helm the sequel. And is the only one who has met with Reynolds. Uh, the studio is now set to meet with uh, Drew Goddard, from uh, who directed The Cabin in the Woods, and uh, Magnus Martins, who directed uh, an episode or a couple of episodes of Luke Cage fairly soon. Um, I think that's uh, one. I, I really hope it's David Leach that gets it, because I love John Wick. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, can't wait for two. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it looks like... the. It, one, it doesn't matter. Ryan Reynolds and the same writers from the first one. Those They'll make it great. The the writers and Ryan Reynolds because he helps with the writing part of it, but they're what made that movie so good. Is yeah. that it, the director? Yeah, he had a vision for it, and he you know he did fantastic with it. But without that script, went went nowhere. Yeah. Um, hey, so who's your favorite uh, of all of them? Who is your favorite uh, raccoon tree combo? team of all of them of all of them it's fucking rough dude I'll have to go I guess Rocket and Groot dude you're gonna be excited then what's that there's a new trailer what volume 2 what yeah I totally didn't write that on here you didn't that uh, was all ad lib <laughs> and obvious <laughs> um yeah the first trailer he's released. so cute <laughs> he was adorable <laughs> I was like oh my god I can't wait I just love his little head popping out he's like Lew. that's actually my wallpaper now yeah I know um I saw it damn it I'm fine I was telling them okay you. hey he's got a wallpaper on his thing oh my dick <laughs> oh gross. it's not that big it's a thumbnail yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got a thumbnail on your dick? Yeah. That's strange. You should probably get that checked out. <laughs> it's from you holding it. Oh. Okay. Let's say I could call a doctor for you. His name's Steven. Haha. <laughs> Anyways. Uh yeah. Delicious, you... another. Um <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Coca-Cola. It's not brought to you by Coca-Cola. We're not sponsored by them. Sponsor us. We're not sponsored by them as of right now. <laughs> I will sh- I'm a shill, dude. I Hold will. on. I got phones ringing. They're 
They're just calling, oh, they're going to sponsor us. No, no this, this, it's not live, so they can't hear me. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the trailer? It was awesome. I, I think me and Michelle talked about it a little bit. Um, um, I like was... what they did, the relationship between between um, Drax and, and, and Quinn. Uh, yes. It was so good. And the poster, or he's wearing Quinn's jacket. Yes. And I just love how it looks like... Huh? Quill. Quill, that's what I meant. <laughs> I, I was thinking of Supergirl. Quinn. <laughs> is his name Quinn? No. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> he's a stupid character anyway. Uh, who's Quinn? <laughs> oh, wait, I think it is Quinn. Yeah, I think I, that's a, I think it is in Supergirl. Anyways. I gotta uh, go. Quill. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's, he's wearing his jacket, and then I love the poster, like the 80s style. Yeah. Like, essentially CD cover. Yeah. So it looks awesome. The fucking Yondu looks incredible. Oh my god, I love it. Um, I can't fucking wait. It's, it's so, on my birthday. And they didn't even, there was like no fucking plot information at all. Yeah. It was just like. It was just like snippets of like. Here's some things scenes. happening in the movie. Here's random scenes of characters. I think, but it, it still, it looked awesome. It's, I've never been so excited to be 30. Again, that's, <laughs> again, that's another midnight showing for me. Yeah. Which means I won't be 30 until the movie's over. That's true. Well, when it starts, you will be. Hmm? When it starts. It would probably start at 10. Uh, I've been starting those at like 10 and shit. Yeah, that's true. The midnight release is always like a 10 or 7. Yeah. Um, so by the end of it, I'll be almost 30. Actually, I was born at 8 in the morning, so it's probably going to be like... I'll be asleep. Remember, we never went to go see Star Wars Force Awakens, and we went at 5 o'clock in the morning to see it. I didn't go. You didn't go to that one? Mm-mm. I thought you went to that one. Nope, because I went at midnight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, me... I had to work. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I was I, literally, you guys were like, just go and then go straight to work. I'm like, you. Yeah, we really tried to get you to go, too. <laughs> um, I remember that now. Uh, yeah, me, Joey, and Nick went to that. It was uh, it was awesome, but it was a fucking nightmare because I had to go home and go to sleep and be to work by 11. <laughs> that's why and I didn't go. <laughs> in Indianapolis, so I had to drive an hour, try to get oh, up. Oh, you were like, still at Guitar Center? Yeah. That was a nightmare. So I went in there, and I was like, this is Johnny. Guitar's... Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about Spider-Man Homecoming, the sequel. Uh, Tom Holland revealed that Marvel and Sony are already developing a sequel. Color me surprised. I know. What color is surprised? Pink. Okay. I like pink. Pink's good. Vaginal pink. Yeah. Uh, this new franchise will mimic the Harry Potter model and follow Peter Parker through high school in each film. Uh, with the first being his sophomore year. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Sophomore year. Sophomore year. Sophomore. He's so young. He's a little He's just kid. a little baby. Uh, I think it's a good idea, though. Yeah. That's where you get the most interesting stories with Peter Parker. Yeah, during right. his high school years. And, uh, and you don't have to worry about Mary Jane. And it's a good... Right s- off the bat. <laughs> uh, even though she's in the movie. I know. Oh, but yeah, you don't have to. But really, you don't have to worry about their relationship. Yeah, right you don't now. have to really rush the shit out of it like yeah. they have. I just hope they don't do Gwen Stacy again. I don't think they're going to. No, I think they're just doing, another. I think they're doing another girl. Uh, but uh, I mean, if you look at, at Peter Parker's love interests, he's got a list of like thirty in the comic books. Yeah, but who do who do you know? Who you have to because you do have to go with who general audiences will know. Yeah, which is Gwen Stacy yeah. and Mary Jane Watson, which. Yeah. I, I would argue more people know Gwen Stacy now yeah, uh, because of the last movies and because of all the atrocious things in those movies, uh, Peter and Gwen's relationship was awesome. Yeah. And it was, their chemistry, it rather, was adorable. It was just adorable. 
It was adorkable. It was adorkable. I couldn't, like, I, I don't like using that word very often to describe, like, relationships or, or stuff like that. But, Jesus, they were adorable in that movie. They were. Um, but I'm really excited about the. I, <laughs> uh, Andrew Garfield threw a little bit of shade at the Amazing Spider-Man, though, and at oh, yeah. Sony. Because uh, they asked him if he knew anything about the mysterious man who was putting together the Sinister Six oh, yeah. in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. He says, no, he said, I have no idea who that dude was. He says, absolutely no idea. He said, but there's good news. Nobody has to worry about them about that anymore because those movies are no more. I'm like, oh, fuck. He, that's the harshest thing I've ever heard him say about that because he's always very polite about it. But that was like kind of the harshest thing where he's like, fuck those movies. Yeah. Well, it sucks. Like, they put him into that role and then just fucking yank him out. Well, it's not even that. The The first one was fine, but the second one was awful. It's because they did the same thing every other movie does. This was... Oh, we're doing good? Okay, let's throw seven villains in there. It's fine. Yeah, it was... It was <laughs> Do four plot lines, six villains, and then do a love story. We'll be all right. What was really bad is that in that in Amazing Spider-Man 2, the main villain was the worst villain. Yeah. The, uh, the main plotted villain was awful. Electro was awful. And, it, I, yeah. and I feel bad because it's not Jamie Foxx's fault. No, and that's the thing because, one, the director should have called cut several times because Jamie Foxx was just hamming it up. Yeah. And those the lines were just atrocious and yeah, the it, puns were too much it man. was great but they didn't even make sense about, yeah he was like he was like today is my birthday time to blow out some candles and then shock the shit out of some people like that doesn't make sense blow out candles with my electric hands <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh it's fucking retarded and it was um you should have said light the candles <laughs> yeah that would have made way more sense not a whole lot more. No, but he could have like lit them on fire. Yeah, the f- Jesus, that would have been kind of brutal. In that brutal in that movie. Just, also, just when people just just like start combusting. <laughs> this movie just blow up. This movie got dark. Heads <laughs> just blow up. They did that in Fanforstick. Yeah, that was I was, I was watching. Oh shit! Those people's heads exploded. Happy birthday! <laughs> but that movie was. Um, it was a movie. It was a movie. But I always thought I thought Green Goblin was handled okay. Yeah, he wasn't. It was bad. rushed. It was a weird I it was a weird version of it. If they would have focused on that more, it would have been fine. If he would have been the main villain and that would have been the entire movie. Yeah. Um that would have been uh a better movie overall because I thought uh Dale DeHaan was really good in that role. Yeah, he did really well. I wish they they really rushed Harry Osborne and Peter's oh, yeah, relationship. I hated it so much. Um, but in any case, we've got the better movie coming out soon, next year. Yep. And then sequels to follow. Yeah. Uh, let's jump on over to the DC ship. DCW. 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 Arrow. Arrow. Uh, have you, you haven't caught up. You didn't watch last week's episode. I right? have not. Okay. So, yeah, I watched up to last week. So I have not watched last week's episodes of anything yet. Last week's episode was when they cannot when they rescued Diggle, right? Yeah, that was that was the end of the episode I watched. Um, apparently, uh, in episode seven, which is titled Vigilante, Vigilante, uh, the new DA Adrian Chase, which is played We've by we met uh, him already, right? Yes, okay, that's the guy that keeps coming to the office. Yeah, Jay, uh, or Josh Zagara. Zagara. Uh, he's going to debut as Vigilante. Interesting. Um, you do you know a lot about that character? Nope. I don't know a whole lot. All I know is that it was a. I think he's a vigilante. He might be. I think he. Might they just be. released a new series, uh, called Vigilante Vigilante South Southland. Um, but it was um, basically the character was. It's a very similar to Wild Dog. 
he lost his family to the mob, and then he was the DA, so he got really depressed and uh, became a vigilante and started killing people. And uh, it was one series, and at the end of that series, he killed himself. Makes sense. It was the end. It was like the last panel. He shoots and kills himself. Interesting. Like, fuck. And uh, real dark. Real dark. That's what people. Whenever they announced him, I was like, oh, I've never read it, but I, I, I've heard that tale of that. That uh, I, I want to read it now. But uh, I was like, oh, are they gonna do that in the show? Because that'll be exciting. Yeah. Um. But people have been talking about like they're like, I've asked him why haven't you? Why hasn't he been showing his depression? I thought he was. I took it as because it's, if you want, it, it's, it's it's really snippets. cool. Yeah, and you can see in his eyes, is what it is. And then the last episode, there's a little bit where he he kind of you see him turn dark all of a sudden. Uh, but I, I always saw it like in his eyes. It the smile, the big smile is what it, it, what tells it to me is that he's putting on the facade of being happy. You can see him like smile, but his eyes are his eyes are just dead. so dead and sad. And I thought, and to me, that like that's incredible that he's doing that. Yeah. Uh, now, if, if it's on purpose, it's even better. But if it's on accident, it's still awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, either way, I'm excited for that. I think That'd be I think the actor's been doing awesome so yeah, far. Yeah, I've been liking his character. The whole it's season's strange. been doing is very well. Yeah, I like I like what he did in the episode we wa- I watched last, where at the end, uh, he like took responsibility for his team. And it was kind of like he was doing it for his sister and and, and uh, Quentin. Yeah. But he was kind of saying it to his team too. <laughs> yeah. They were watching. I liked it. Like it was a cool little moment of just like, I know what I'm doing now. Like my team is here, and I think he meant for both sides. Yeah. Like my team is here, and I know what I'm doing, and I'm in charge, and we're gonna do good things. And I, I think having Quentin on his team is perfect. And I. Yeah. I I hope that he doesn't drink a whole lot. Because I, I know it's stupid, but I don't want him to be... To ruin it. Yeah, I want him to be... That's how attached we are to these characters. He, he does, do you remember... Paul Blackthorne does so well. Do you remember, you know, it was... Uh, what season we were on? Five shows? Four years ago. We did that episode of uh, Fearless Reflections, where we, all we did was talk about the first season of Arrow. Yeah. And just talking about all the characters, and I look back at them, like, it's... Like, I, they're all it, so fucking They're good. so good. And so I, I don't want him to fuck up his chance there, so I don't want him to drink. Uh, I was so mad when he was drinking again. Yeah. Honestly, like, I got pissed off. I was watching, he saw, I was telling him drink, I was like, motherfucker. You stupid son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but there was, uh, in this last episode, it's not spoiling much, so, but it was, uh, he's going to break out Diggle uh, from the army base. Oh, yeah. His team doesn't want him to do it, and uh, um, Felicity doesn't want him to do it. And she tries to stop him, and he doesn't, so she sends the team after him. At this point, Ragman's not a part of it. So it's just so uh, Mr. Terrific, Artemis, and uh, Wild take, Did they see how, like, I know he, she told him, but do you see his reaction later? Yes. Is he, is he hard, like, taking it real hard? No. Okay. He, do, he digs it very well. He just doesn't want to be a part he of it. He does because he said she's a reminder. He understands the choice she had to make. But, but she's a reminder, and that's what she is. She ultimately he comes back to the team because she talks to him, tells him, you know, he's a reminder of the terrible choice she had to make, and that she will always have to, she'll have to make another choice like that eventually. Um, that sucks. But it's cool because she sends the team after him, and uh, they're like, "We're not going to let you do this." And he's like, "I'm sorry. Did you say you're not going to let me do this?" And then proceeds to beat the shit out of them all. Jesus. And drives off. 
And whenever they get back there, they're talking to Felicity. I'm like, how did you think this was going to go? <laughs> and she's like, well, I thought he would see you guys unite it and then be like, oh, okay, well, we won't do it then. Uh, and he's like, you know what's really bad about this is um, uh, Mr. Terrific, uh, which is whatever the... You had to name. say it. Now I don't remember. I can't remember his character's name. Oh now. God! I knew, I knew it, and then you said that, and I was like, "Oh, now I don't remember." Uh, anyways, anyways, I'll think. But he second. says um, he's sitting there. And he's like, "You know what's really bad about this is that this entire time when he was training us and beating us up, he's been taking it easy on us." <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it was it was. I love him. It was he's such a good. Character. He is so good. I just hate his fucking mask. It's a terrible, it's terrible so mask. Stupid. It's, I mean, it was stupid in the comic book too. Yeah, it's not like it's it's all like they changed it. Yeah, it's no. exactly like the comic book, but it looks stupid. Curtis, um, Curtis, Curtis. That's it, it. Curtis. I want so, to say. I want to know when he when because his his boyfriend's gonna find out. Has to right? Ryan or whatever his name is. Yeah, like, he's gonna find out. Has they to. keep doing it. They keep showing him answer the phone and talk to. Oh yeah, I'm on my way home from work. Yeah, oh no, I was doing this. It's like, they're going to bring him in. They have to eventually. I don't think he's going to be a vigilante, but they're going to bring him in. They're he's going he, to have to know. Yeah. I'm just curious what they're going to do with... He's coming home with bruises and shit. What are they going to do with Felicity's boyfriend? Oh, because that whole thing now? Yeah. but Well, no, that's what I'm saying. What are they going to do with that? I wonder. Because well, they brought him in like he was... One, they brought it in like it was a big reveal. Yeah. And then... Well, that's the thing, too, is like... Because he brought in... He, he made Arrow show up for that thing. Yeah. So and he's not he's not against. But see that the thing is, Felicity doesn't know. Yeah, because she wasn't there. And and uh, Oliver doesn't know that they were together. Yeah. So it's like, when's that gonna collide? That's it, it's gonna be interesting. But I'm just curious. There's gonna be more to that character. They do. They're doing a lot of good stuff this season. Yeah. They're making up for last season. Which let me say, last season wasn't awful. It just wasn't the same. That's your opinion. I had issues with last season too. I had a lot of issues with last yeah. season. I I really tried defending it. Like me and Joseph were talking about it, and he just like he would he would he point out all the problems with it. And I kept saying, "Well, yeah," but the, and I kept trying to defend it. And then by the end of it, I was like, "After after watching the finale, I was like, fuck, that was stupid." Yeah, there's a lot. I was of really shit. upset with. I was like, because it was because at the end of the season, you're supposed to feel like, "Fuck, they won," but it was just like, "Oh, oh good, it's over. It's over now." That's how it felt to me. Yeah, it was, it was like, like, "Oh, good, it's finally yeah. over." Because after he killed Dark, it was like, okay, good. We're done. Yeah, now we can but, look towards... But, like, that's the thing, too. It sucks. Is like, I do like the character yeah, of I Dark. Thought... The the actor is great. I just I've wish... always liked it. It was like they just... they. It's like they restrained him almost. Like, yeah. he, the actor couldn't have as much fun as he... Which is stupid, because he's fucking crazy. And he's a good actor. That guy's... Yeah. A, he's always good in what he does. Even, and, like... And that's the thing. is like, he, he thinks he's the good guy. Yeah. It's one of those characters again. Yeah. Megan. For he like thinks he's, he's... He's doing the right thing for him and his family. And, and he, he thinks, has his power, so he's using it. And yeah, he has his power, so he's cocky. And he's fucking crazy, so he's making fun of people, and he's doing stupid shit. And I just love when he's just like, oh, tired of you, dead. Like, I, that's great. That's a great character. And then you just, like, dump him down. I liked, uh, I did like in the last season, whenever uh, he ran by Flash, or got, you know, ran into Flash. Flash ran past him, and he's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> I'm excited for Legends of Tomorrow, which I'm sure we'll get to. Actually, we won't because there's no news. But Legends of Tomorrow, seeing Damian Dark in that is what I wanted from Arrow because he's acting different. Yeah. He's he's acting how I figured he was going to act in in Arrow and he didn't. But I love his fight with Sarah Lance. Oh, yeah. It was was so fucking good. Where was that? In, In Arrow. Yeah, it's, it's a, like the fight scenes with him, him and and boring. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, what bothers me though is like he didn't use his powers against her at all. Does he have powers though? I don't know. At this point, 
Because one, here's the thing. First of all, I don't know if it's if it's been reverse flash taking him through time. I'm thinking he's immortal. I think he's dipped in the Lazarus pit, mm-hmm. and that's why he has the prolonged life. Um, but does he just not have his powers yet? Is he just super fucking evil? Maybe his they haven't they didn't show well, him that I'm, powers. I'm yet. wondering if maybe he, he doesn't have his totem anymore. Because he wouldn't have his powers if he didn't have a totem. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah. Um, so he's just evil and trying, maybe... And he's trained by the League of Assassins so he can fight. Yeah. Because I love seeing him fight. Yeah. It's way better. Like, him, this fight between him and Sarah was great. Yeah. Because, like, she had the upper hand, he had the upper hand. Like, they went back and forth. It was a good fight. And uh, she's pissing me off. <laughs> she was just like, ah, oh, it's time to go. I don't give a shit about the team. I'm gonna fucking kill him. But it was, um, I thought it was, uh, so far, uh, Legends of Tomorrow has been pretty cool. Yeah, it's been good so It's far. been really fun. It was fun seeing the JSA. Yes, like, and I love. I just love his, like, turn off the lights. He's like, Whoa. oh, that's so good. I like that whenever, it, you probably didn't see this one yet, uh, Citizen Steel made his debut. I saw it. Did you? So you watched last week's then. Maybe I didn't. Wasn't he in the last time? He was in... No, that was uh, Commander Steeler, Captain Steeler. Oh, okay. Whatever. This is Citizen Steel. This is the historian. Oh, okay. He gets injected with that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. And it has... You find out in the next episode, it turns him into Citizen Steel, which he turns into Colossus, uh, more or less. And uh, Interesting. throughout the episode, he has trouble turning it on. And that's what they make a joke. They call it... They're like, yeah, we'll train you and teach you how to steal on. Steal on, and so they're going, and they're also going through names, and trying to call him that. And he's like Citizen Steel. He's like because he? he says his grandfather is, what, what, Commander Steel. That was Captain Captain Steel, something like that. And he's like, so what does this make me, Commander Steel, Sergeant Steel? And he keeps going, like he goes through all these names, like Citizen Steel. Citizen um, Steel, that's right. But it was uh, he is a historian after all. Yeah, but it was uh, it, it, that was a really cool episode. They go to. Um, 14th century China. Oh, cool. And uh, some ancient samurai gets a hold of uh, Adam's suit. Oh, God. Good. They fuck up history even more. That's all that show is, well, though. Is like they keep they destroy it. They have to destroy the suit. Yeah, I know. So now he doesn't have the suit anymore. Oh, poor guy. It was it was actually kind of heartbreaking watching yeah. it, but it was it was a good it episode. They put, they're putting a lot of stuff on him not having powers this season. So yeah. That's kind of neat. Which, I mean, it sucks, but like... Arrow doesn't have powers; he's just trained. Yeah. So like that same thing with him. But but he stands his he stands his ground. Ray Palmer stands his ground. Yeah, in this he one. always and he, has. And he fights too. I love the whole a suit. I love the whole Nazi thing. He's just like I got a crick in my neck and I can't just yeah. And he's like and he's like now screw it pop. I love that. And then and then fuck what's his name Firestorm. Yeah. He's like he's like why did you get to hit him? Why did you get to hit him? I just love no, no Negro, Negro music. music. I was like, holy oh, shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, oh, God, so good. Uh, so, also from the DCW, The Flash. Uh, Grant Gustin was asked when uh, Savitar, the god of motion, will show up to fuck shit up. Um, he said, very soon, very, very soon. You won't have to wait long, I promise. No spoilers. Um... Eddie Thawne actor. Why don't, you, why don't you take this one? Oh, God. You're going to make me talk again? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Thawne actor Rick Cosnett uh, has stated that he would definitely return, but wouldn't say when, but that it was likely in this new timeline. 
So he's alive. He's alive, probably. And he, he's but he like also him. talks about the potential of playing him as a bad guy. Oh. Which I think is fantastic. What if he's Savitar? <gasps> Maybe. That'd be interesting, right? Be interesting. It'd be uh, cool if, like, um, Eobard, like, went back and talked to him yeah. before he was with... Um, before he knew Barry or that or any of them, yeah, and so like he got a hold of him first and corrupted him, yeah, and then he was Savitar and he helped him out. Kind of I think it'd be interesting to see that. Interesting, because it makes sense because Savitar, you know, he becomes a speedster, but then he dies and becomes one with the Speed Force, but then he's brought back as like he's the God of Motion. He's the, you know, he is the Speed Force incarnate. Yeah. It makes it kind of would make sense if they make Eddie Thawne like he died. He became one with the Speed Force whenever he got sucked into that. Well, I mean, it turned it went to Earth two or whatever, but it got sucked into that. Maybe he became one with the Speed Force there, and then he brought back a Savitar. It'd be interesting. interesting. Be cool. But even, I mean, I would say that if they hadn't cast somebody, yeah. But maybe that that could be a misdirection. Double, but it could be. Yeah, I doubt it. I thought they would announce it and then just. Yeah. Anyways. Let's jump to DC film. Boop, boop, doo. The Batman. The Batman. Uh, after Ben Affleck announced that he would be directing, it would be called The Batman, that he was working on the script and then took all of that back with a massive backpedal. Joe Magniello was asked how he was doing after a recent health scare. To this, he replied, great, man. Just getting ready to go shoot Batman in the spring. <laughs> so in one fell swoop... <laughs> He undid all the backpedaling that Ben Affleck did. Yeah. Because he actually, and I, I misquoted it there, he actually called it The Batman. <laughs> and that it is shooting in the, the spring. spring. Yeah. So good job. Yeah, good job there, buddy. It's okay. We all love him. Um, no one's going to confront him about it. He's fucking massive. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Fuck you, that's what. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Deathstroke. He's like, you know, it's cool. It's like, for a long time, he's been uh, an actor that every fan is always uh, fan casted as Deathstroke. Yeah, and he's playing Deathstroke. I'm That's excited. fucking cool. That's yeah, gonna be good. Um, Frank Miller, uh, who and it kind of splits fans sometimes down the middle. Yeah, uh, he did talk about how Ben Affleck should handle his ne- uh, next outing as Batman. He said, "My dream would be to make it much smaller, to lose the toys, and to focus on more on the mission, and to use the city uh, a great deal more. Because he's got a loving relationship with the city he's protecting, and unlike Superman, his connection to crime is intimate. Uh, it has been ever since his parents were murdered, and he defeats criminals with his hands. So it would be a different take, but it will never be in my hands because it would not be a good place to make toys from." Uh, there wouldn't be a toy a line of toys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right, but he's 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 right that that's what they should do. Yeah, they they should they honestly need make to it focus more on the detective side a little bit. Too. Yeah, because they've already focused on. I'm not saying don't make don't. There make needs them to be fight. fight scenes. Absolutely, you can't but, have a Batman movie without some sort can, of action beats. You can see him do some detective work. That'd yeah, some cool. actual detective work. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's right about that. Honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing a more toned down sort of like. Like what Deadpool did, a smaller budget, and what because where Ben Affleck kind of uh, uh, you know flies there is that he has usually his movies are smaller budgets. Yeah, uh, and, and it needs to be more personal, personal because because 
the BVS wasn't. It was yeah. so open. Yeah, it was. Just, this one needs to be a more personal. Too much shit. Just it needs to be Batman and Gotham. Yeah, what it needs to be, and then marry those two. I, I'm actually like as excited as I am to have, see Arkham Asylum and all the villains. I kind of don't want it because I'm afraid that it's going to be too much. Yeah, I, w- I wish it just. I want Batman and Gotham. I want them to marry those two so they can be a personalized Batham. connection. Huh? Batham. Yeah, Botham. Um, Lots of Bothams died <laughs> getting these plans. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I think I, I actually think Frank Miller's right on that mm-hmm. one. I think they shouldn't focus so much on the toy line. Yeah. I, and what is it? Has it ever really stopped them from having a, a, a semi serious movie grounded in reality like Dark Knight and making a shit ton of toys that had nothing to do with the movie? Yeah. It's They can do the same thing. Anyways. Yeah. What were we talking about? Teresa Palmer, who was in Wolf Creek, Triple Nine, and Hacksaw Ridge, uh, who was originally in line to play Talia al Ghul, uh, George Miller's Justice League Mortal. I uh, forgot I the missing, word. Uh, in? Yeah, in. I think it's saying you're missing something there. Uh, in line to play Talia al Ghul in George Miller's Justice League Mortal before it was scrapped. Uh, she's looking to get a second chance at the character in Ben Affleck's solo movie. Um, according to the rap, WB has no plans to include the character or her father in the Batman or any other DC extended universe movie for the foreseeable future. I think that's probably because of the uh, part that both characters played in the overarching story of the Nolan verse. Yeah. So it's good. It's a good call. I, and as much as I, you know, Ray Shuggle is my absolute favorite Batman villain. Um, actually, one of my favorite favorite villains. Period. Um, don't need to do him again. One, I thought Liam Neeson did him did him perfectly. I don't want to see another actor fuck that up. For I like me. the guy that did it in Arrow. Yeah, he did do really did good really, in that. I forgot about that. Did a good job. Uh, he was that season was kind of incredible. Yeah, no, I, I he did a good out. job. But he was he was he evil was, enough. But like, still a leader. Yeah. Like he knew the balance, and I like that. Like he, I like, you see in his eyes, like he knew how to like. He's like, okay, I'm gonna take this deal. Like we'll make this deal, and it'll work. Like I like what he did with the character. He wasn't just a bad guy. He was he was character. Yeah. And, and I I remember watching that with you this the mid season finale. Yeah. And whenever they battle him, like and we were both like, okay, he's gonna, and clearly he's gonna get out of this. He's gonna dodge and stab him. Oh, there you go. He wins. And then what's gonna be the next for the rest of the season? And then fucking Oliver just stabbed in the chest. I'm like, the fuck? And then he kicks him off the off the cliff. I was like, oh shit, what's happening? Well, <laughs> plot it, twist. And then credits. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 this is a bad day. This is a bad day. Um, <laughs> the Flash has lost their director. Yeah, Rick Famuyiwa. Yeah, he exited the project. Yeah. So that's two now, right? That's two. Seth Graham Smith was the first one to leave, which I was happy about that because he's not a fucking director. Yeah. He's an author. Yeah. Um, Preach. But uh, Rick <laughs> Famuyiwa. Uh, there was a lot of buzz behind him. and People thought he was going to be fantastic for it. Um, but according to the Hollywood Reporter, uh, Famuyiwa uh, <laughs> hoped to make a movie with a much edgier take on the Scarlet Speedster, but was met with considerable resistance from the studio which probably shouldn't come as a huge surprise considering that uh, they had been they had already been burned twice by edgier superhero movies uh, just this year yeah well and you can't make him edgy he's a boy scout like 
Yeah, he really is. He's a goody two shoes. Like, there's no real not as much as Superman. Yeah, but, but he's still but he's fairly he's blue. Like he's you know he's very he's not gonna hurt any. Like he's not gonna kill anybody. He's not gonna have any criminal because he's he's he works for the police for God's sakes. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not gonna. I, I don't know if he works for the police in this universe. I'm I sure he does. I assume he's still CSI, but he's got to be. I, I'm bummed out that he left, and now I mean, most likely means because they were looking to start shooting in March. Yeah. With a release date of 2018, it's I mean it's gonna move. It has to be moved back now, probably, Which unless sucks. unless they haven't you know get a director like that. They but yeah. they have to get it quick. All right, I'll do it. All right, hire me. Do it. God, don't hire me. The movie's gonna suck. It'd be terrible if either one of us took over that movie. <laughs> As you're like, okay, let's get this straight right off the bat. Grant Gustin's a Flash. You're fucking not. <laughs> That's <laughs> mean. I like Ezra Miller. Though. I like him too, but fuck that. Grant Gustin. This should be a movie based on, but that'd be hard to do too. You know. Yeah. Because you'd have to balance the TV show with the movie. Yeah, it'd be hard. Um, Aquaman. Yeah, let's talk about that. We haven't really James talked about James Wan on the relationship between Mara's and Arthur's relationship says, It starts off initially with them not quite clicking with each other, but then as the story progresses, as they learn to try and work together, they get closer and closer. I think those stories are always such a great place for a filmmaker like myself to have fun with my actors. He's not wrong. No. I mean, but again, this was a... I, I, I kind of put this on there because... I, I'm not sure why it's a news item because yeah. I I assume that's what they're going to do uh, because you can't introduce a new character with a relationship and it'd be perfect right off the bat. And there has to be some sort of resistance and my assumption was that especially since it's more or less an he's origin story, he's just going to beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Um, but I, my assumption was that it was going to be an origin story, so it would have to be the origin of their relationship as well. Yeah, which it makes sense. Yeah, I'm excited for Aquaman. I am too. I think uh, uh, James Wan directing it is an odd choice. Yeah. But interesting still. I mean, I'm down with it because one, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, so that won me over like immediately. As soon as the cast, I was like, perfect. I'm like, I'm, I'm there to watch that movie. Like, I'm, so, I'm, cause I'm, I'm so glad they got away from that standard Arthur Curry yeah. look. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That made a lot of people mad, but, like... Fuck them. I, that's why I thought. I was, I was like, like, why? Why would you want the one that's... Blonde hair, blue eye guy in the water? Like, why? <laughs> that character's boring. Exactly. Like, he's, I like Arthur Curry. I like Aquaman. And Aquaman's That is boring. He's a... He's nothing. Yeah. He's just a pale white kid. <laughs> like... Now you made him... Now you made him a badass. Yeah. And like, he, he looks like a badass. He should be. He's fucking king. He, and, yeah, he should match... <laughs> like, I love him in Injustice. Yeah, like uh, he's because he doesn't he doesn't take shit. His aesthetics like, should match his character. His type. character, because he like his character, like he looks like a prissy white boy. Yeah. So when you see him going like, "I don't care, this is my kingdom," like you're like, eh, "You're mm. you're a Nazi. You're a Nazi, buddy. <laughs> like you just look blonde hair, blue. Why don't you go ahead and get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Like, anyways, so I'm suicide. So excited about Jason Momoa. So. Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, Let's talk about this quote-unquote extended, extended edition. Extended edition. Mm-mm. How many minutes is the extended edition going to add to the theatrical cut, Jake? 11 minutes. 11 minutes. That's Damn. not a fucking extended Damn. cut. Damn. That's fucking retarded. That's less. I'm sorry that I've used that word twice already. That's less than 10%. <laughs> I hate using that word, and I hate the fact that these fucking news articles make me do it. But that's stupid. Breathe. 
That's not Breathe. an extended edition. No. That's like deleted scenes. That's, yeah. <laughs> and not even that. Like, that's, that's less than 10% that's of the That's like movie. three deleted I'll, scenes. Yeah. I'll, I was going to say, it's like 6% of the, <laughs> the movie. I cannot imagine what the hell they put in there. It's going to make it better? Because they said they're going to... Uh, it's going to have more of the Joker. I'm like, how much of the fucking Joker? It's 11 minutes. I mean, that's, I'm like, that's not <laughs> it's enough. It's going to be 11 minutes of the Joker. Just <coughs> has nothing to do with the story. Has nothing to do with the plot. I just think... 11 minutes of, of, not even the Joker. It's just 11 minutes <laughs> of him just standing there, like, talking to the camera. It's like, we're still filming. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm the Joker. <laughs> um... <laughs> But I think... Uh, it's going to be 11 minutes of him just having his hand over his mouth. With a big smile. Just, just looking at the camera. Not even talking. <laughs> I think uh, my theory is that uh, they were originally going to put in the kind of the movie that showed the abusive side of Harley and Joker's relationship. And then Warner Brothers pushed out of it. That's what I think. But then Stockholm again, I... syndrome like a bitch. I, I didn't mind so much the relationship in the movie. I like the idea that this is the first time we get to see the Joker love. Yeah. It's interesting to me. It's different. Because, um, like, and you see in the movie, too, like, like they love each other, but you see where he's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Like, eh, whatever. And then you see him just like, you know, she's right. She's right for me. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, he's still abusive as shit, but. Yeah. <laughs> but he he doesn't want to be without her. Yeah. It's like, he, it's like a yes He man. knows he needs her in, needs her in his life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's go to a galaxy far, far away, John. Okay, Star Trek. Uh, What's the new one called? Beyond? Yeah. It just came out. Speaking of which, so. <laughs> uh, it just came out today. Did it? Or not today, yesterday. Um, it was at on Walmart like a week ago. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. I wasn't there. I saw it on the shelf and I told him, I was like, oh, I said. I, I walked by that the Sandy, like the, the four-way shipper, and I picked it up and I was like, this isn't out yet. And someone brought it up, was like, is this for sale? And I scanned it because normally it says, like, sell not allowed. It went through. And I was like, uh, it's on the red, on the shelf. I, had, I don't know. So, so I had to call management. I was like, well, what are we doing with this? Because it was pretty much empty when I came back from my other store. So they pulled it. But there was still some on the shelf. I don't know. Yeah, there was, yeah, I, guess I don't know what the fuck happened. Me and Michelle uh, walked past and was like, I don't think that's that. It came out yet. digitally, like, a week yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Which I, I like that movies are doing that, but it's a pain in the ass. Because now I have to explain to customers, like, well, it's out digitally. But it says online it's available now. Like, yeah, digitally it's available now. Yeah. But you have to wait a week to get the DVD. Uh, Go to hell. Uh, well, let's talk about Han Solo, though. Oh, God, why? Uh, this movie will apparently reveal how Lando Calrissian, now confirmed to be played by uh, Donald Glover, Nice. Uh, how he lost the uh, Millennium Falcon. Oh, shit. So I think that's interesting. It's kind of cool. But yeah, they did actually announce, uh, hit the, the bigger news in there. Uh, Donald Glover has been confirmed. He is playing Lando Calrissian. Thank God. I think it's awesome. I put this little bit in here. I talked about it with Michelle. She wasn't interested, but I thought maybe you were, so I left it in here. You want to read it? Yeah. Why don't you okay. read it? I'm going to read this thing which, titled, which our audience... Why Dark Side Lightsabers Are Red. Which is uh, something our audience has heard uh, last episode, but I'll, I'll talk ma- about it. I want John to talk about it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. In the expanded universe, it was previously, I'm not going to say it like that. It was previously explained that dark side lightsabers had their red color because they were created with and powered by synthetically created crystals. 
They were forced to make lightsabers like this because the Jedi controlled all the natural crystals. However, in the new novel, uh, Asuka, uh, I think that's what it's called, a new explanation for red lightsabers changes the, that fact. This, mm, the Kyber, cyber? Kyber. Kyber. Kyber crystals that power lightsabers are force sensitive, and they actually choose their users by presenting themselves to the desired owner. However, those who use the dark side of the force don't have the same connection to those crystals. The only way members of the dark side can get these crystals is by stealing them or taking them from those they have defeated. Since dark side force users don't have a connection to the crystals the same way Jedi do, they have to bend the crystals to their will, which results in the crystals bleeding, thus turning it red. Crystal manipulated by the dark side can be healed, but instead of returning to its original color, it becomes white instead. It's interesting, right? Yeah, it's kind of neat. It'd be interesting if like Snoke had a white lightsaber. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm starting to think more. Like, I, I enjoy the theory that Mace Windu. He, that he's Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy that. Dude. Like, I hope we see him fight, and then he just whips out a fucking uh, purple lightsaber. Dude, dude, same. Hashtag same. Fam. Same fam. Same fam. Stay lit. <laughs> Hashtag stay lit. God, we're so old. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, this um, yeah, it's an interesting idea. Um, actually, I also bought when I bought that Green Lantern Star Trek cross crossover. I also bought the Bloodlines book, which I don't know if you've heard of. Uh, essentially, it's it's takes place ten years before Force Awakens, and it's about Leia being the commander, like her story of leading up into Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I bought it. I haven't got it yet. Obviously, probably won't get it for a week, but I want to read it because I was like, ah, it's interesting because like. I like the force user stuff in the books, but you never get to see like the military aspect. Right. That's why I wanted to read Poe Dameron, the comic books, because you get to see the pilot side of it. They don't have force powers. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm excited for um, Rogue One. Rogue One, because it's not really force users. They, I mean, some of them might have some attunement, but nothing like a Jedi. Uh, Donnie Yen does. Yeah, so Donnie Yen does, but I think he uses it mainly for fighting. And he also dies in it, apparently. Yeah, thank God for the trailer. Uh <laughs> So stupid. Why would you? Oh, well, was the no? It was the dude that was in the 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 other Asian actor. Yeah. Spoiled it at a panel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's like he's like so when he dies and you see all the actors like just like turned like you motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. Fired from that job. Fired, man. <laughs> You're fired. Um. But anyways, but yeah, it's it's. I want to read that book because it's like oh it's cool it's a different story, not just. We're Jedi. We fight with lightsabers. Like this is a commander story. It's like a military story, and I'm interested to see how that works. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about like start working a comic store and just start building up money. Um, now that I'm working there again. <laughs> yeah. But I took that three week break. Um, trying to see if I can buy the trades for Star Wars because I would like to read them. Yeah. Uh, my buddy's got all the Darth Vader ones, but I figure supposedly it's almost over. It's mm-hmm. like 27 issues or something like that. I might just wait and see they have a, a trade book for like not not trade book but a, a graphic novel of all the issues because some of the issues are from Vader down mm-hmm. so I already have that but it'd be cool if they had just like a set book no. for all Darth Vader because it's like twenty seven issues same thing with Han Solo there's only five issues right so like they're really to trade for that but I already own them so whatever that'd be kind of cool um, but that yeah, start like I would like to get the Star Wars books mm-hmm. uh, comic books. And if I had the money and had the time, I'd like to get Kanan. Because uh, I like this character. I never yeah. I never really watched the cartoon. The uh, Rebels. Rebels, yeah. But I like his character. I like 
that he's not a good guy necessarily. Like he is, but he's kind of like a badass. Like he's just like teetering on that line of good and evil. Like farting with light and dark side. A little bit. Like he, you see his anger. He's build. a Jedi, isn't he? Yeah, but you see his anger build. Yeah, and I just love that he dual wields. That, oh, something different. So excited. I want to see a Grievous backstory. Like I want to get the book for Grievous. That would be that would be a good idea. Because like they fucking ruined him. He's such a good character. <laughs> you talked about that before. Like, I know. You're so passionate about Grievous. He's a good character. He's a fine character. He's a good villain, and they fucked him up. Anyways. Let's talk about my favorite Pixar movie. Let's do this. Um, Bub's Life? No. Is, uh, or is that DreamWorks? That's my third favorite. Really? I like that. I like that. Ants. That's DreamWorks, right? Yeah, it's DreamWorks. Yeah. Um, I was trying to do DreamWorks. Maybe. Incredibles. Kung Fu Panda. Um, Incredibles 2. It's been uh, moved up to June 15th, 2018, more than a year early. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited for that because I know. when they said 2019, it was like June 21st, 2019. I was like, fuck. Yeah. That's too far away. Question. Well, let's start with the Underminer. <laughs> Is it too late oh for that Oh, my God. Now? Is it too late for that now? I hope they open up with that. <laughs> Like the underminer's like, well, ten years later, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> finally gonna get back at him. Uh, I, I'm, I am under you, but nothing <laughs> is under me. It, uh, yeah, Incredibles has been. I've always kind of flip flopped, depend on what it was, um, but it went always Monsters Inc. and Incredibles were always one or two. Um, True fact, I've only watched Monsters Inc. like once. What? Yeah, I like it. It's you good. I just mutant. Snicked. Uh, but uh, I think, um, yeah, Incredibles is absolutely my favorite one, though. I yeah. think it's, it's I just, so cool. I just worry about Incredibles 2. Why? Because the release date. Because it's, it's going to face off with Ocean's 8. I just I think Ocean's 8 is going to top it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we, segways. Fucking uh, true story. As we're looking up information about uh, of what to talk about, Incredibles 2, we were talking about that, and it said they had changed the date so they didn't have to compete with um, yes. some movies. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, that was a different... I'm sorry. It was a different movie. I'm sorry. Uh, but they were, you know, but they moved the date, and now they had to face off against Transformers 6... Uh, and they said Ocean's Eight. Yeah, and we're like Ocean's Eight, and so we're trying to figure out where the fuck it was. So we looked it up, and I thought, okay, well, we need to talk about this now too. So Ocean's Eight is a spinoff of the Ocean's Eleven trilogy. Thank God. That will focus on Danny Ocean's sister, played by Sandra Bullock. Oh wait, don't tell me it's an all women's cast. Huh? No, they're not doing that with this too. Um, you know that sounds really bad, John. That we we were just talking about how good. It is. It's not the fact that they're all women. It's the fact that they they they're taking. It's patronizing. The almost. all women cast and remaking another movie. It's it's what it what it feels like to me. And this is this is the problem I have with stuff like this, is that it's like they're saying that women can't handle their own original content. I know. Like, um, they have to be they have to be, you know, uh, supported by an existing product. Yeah. Now with Ghostbusters. I love the shit out of that movie. And I'm not saying they can't be good. Like, Ocean's Eight could be great. It might be good. <clears throat> My it, only problem is they have is, a solid cast. It's just, it's just why can't like Bridesmaids? I liked, but at least it was something original. Like, yeah, they called it like The Hangover. For yeah, women. but what is not it was the, completely different? Yeah, it's like don't call um, it The Hangover for women. It's it, completely different. 
Um, but it was an original movie, and it was good. It wasn't amazing. I didn't think so, at least. I know a lot of people fucking I never, I've never it. finished it. It's okay. Like I like it. There's a lot of parts I really enjoy of it, but there's some of it I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but it was fine, and the cast was good. But it's it's everything else, whether it's good or not, it's just a, a spinoff or a remake or why a reboot. Or why a, couldn't this just be a heist movie? Yeah, why couldn't they just make an original bank heist movie or casino heist movie? Yeah. And then just be all women. And then, like, I mean, they like can the say... Heat, I have not watched it yet, but I want to. Because everyone I talk to says it's great, and it's something original. Yeah, uh, I, I've watched that one. I don't mind it so much. Uh, I Like I've said before numerous times... I like times, Sandra Bullock. I generally... I don't like Cinder Bullock. I know you don't. Uh, but generally, I don't like Melissa McCarthy either. Uh, but in that movie, I thought they were both really funny. Uh, one particular scene, I laughed hysterically. Like, I could not stop laughing. Michelle thought it was really funny, too, but she thought it was weird that I laughed so hard at that <laughs> in a comedy where everything else was supposed to be way funnier than that. It was an off comment where she's talking about, I can't, I can't remember what the, the uh, con, um, con, or, nah, fuck, I can't remember what the word's called. Um, context is. But she calls, <laughs> she says, you know, the window blankets. <laughs> and then when she said that, I was like I was like fucking window blankets and then Sandra Bullock's character she's like you mean curtains and I could not stop fucking laughing I was like that's window the funniest blanket. shit I've ever heard in my life awesome. uh, but the movie it's, it wasn't bad it was pretty yeah. funny um, and it was something original but yeah I, yeah they could have made this just a heist movie but I mean yeah. it does I mean because, like, another original movie that I didn't think was going to do well, I didn't watch, I don't really plan on watching it. Well, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Shut up. Reese Witherspoon and, and Sofia Vergara. Oh, God. Yeah, Hot I'm, Pursuit. Yeah. I have no desire to see it, but at least it was an original idea. Yeah, but it looked and, awful. And the trailer had some funny moments, but that's the funniest moments they have in there, which is probably it. Eh, I'm good. I, haven't, I won't watch it when I hate I Reese care. Witherspoon. I don't mind her in some stuff, but not... I don't like her as a person, so I refuse to watch her movies. Okay. She, apparently, there was a point she got her and her husband, uh, they were pulled over and she was drunk. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. And she was like, do you know who I am? Like, fuck you, you're a has-been actress. Yeah. Um, but in any case, I mean, this movie could be fine. It's Like I said, it has a, a pretty solid cast. It's got, uh, besides Bullock, it's going to be Kate Blanchett. Good. Helena Bonham Carter. Good. Anne Hathaway. Good. Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. She can be good. She, this is not don't, anything. Don't, don't, what? Don't say it. What? Don't say it. What? Don't you dare bring up Battleship. Bring up what? Okay. I've never seen it. So okay. What were you going to bring up? Home. Uh, I've never watched that. The animated movie. I, was I know what it is. It's an animated movie, but I really liked her voice acting in it. I didn't know it was her. She was funny in uh, This is the End. Yeah, she was good in that. Um, but uh, Mindy Kaling. Good. Aquafina. Yeah. Uh, she, she played in Neighbors 2. Uh, we had, when we read that me and him were reading the cast list, it came over that. And first of all, I mispronounced it terribly. And then as I was typing it out, I was looked at it like, Aquafina. That's what it's, Aquafina. Yeah. Um, I'd feed her aqua. She is very cute. She's very attractive. Um, but in any case, uh, I, we were like, it's got to be, she's got to be a YouTuber, is what we thought. And I looking thought, up, was like looking at she's the a images, rapper. Look at the image she has on her on the image page. It, it looks just like looks, she's a YouTuber. Yeah. And she's, she's, she's not. Yeah, a she's rapper. A TV personality. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I'd personnel her TV. <laughs> she was in Neighbors <laughs> 2, Sorority Row. I'd, I'd neighbor her too. Ew. I don't even know the names. I don't know. I'm just saying. You got to get closer to her shit? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying stupid shit now. Uh, Sarah Paulson. 
Her name was Sarah Paulson. Her name was Sarah Paulson. Uh, she played an American history story. American, American horror history story. story. American history X. Oh, my God. I was, <laughs> I was getting ready to call it American history X. Oh, fuck. American horror story. Oh, Lord. A Dakota Fanning and Damian Lewis who played in Homeland and as I initially recognized him from, Dreamcatcher. Oh, um, poor, poor sap. Uh, and also Elizabeth Banks. Who? Rita Repulsa. Yeah, I know. Uh... Olivia Milch is will write the screenplay. No fucking clue who she is. And Gary Ross will direct. I know the name Gary Ross. I cannot fucking place what he's directed before. You know what? Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> I, I'll wait and see the trailer. I'll judge yeah, it I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be okay. It literally just started uh, production like a week ago. Uh, About a week ago. A week ago. Night Rider. <laughs> I like how you just skip over that both times. <laughs> Sorry, you say it. All you think of is that song. We could go. About a week ago. We could go. About a week ago. We could go. Shut up. About a month ago. Month ago. Uh, Knight Rider. Justin Lin is set to helm the new series uh, for Machinima, Machinima and NBC Universal. Yeah. I know this will be successful because I know that the last reboot of Knight Rider lasted so fucking long. How long did it last, Jake? It lasted like fucking three episodes. Oh man! It did not last. That's a fucking series. at all. It's <laughs> a fucking series right there. It's... Wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing. I don't know. Had Hasselhoff in it? Yo, I wish. Uh, but no, it's... did it have the the teacher from Boy Meets World in it? Feeny? No. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be ruined. Um, you gotta have one of those two. You can't have none. But I do trust. I mean, if it's online, then they have a lot more freedom of what they're gonna do. Yeah, and if it's Machinima, they always do a good job. Yeah, I mean, they did the show. Mortal Kombat Legacy yeah. series, which was pretty fantastic. Yeah. I wish I would do more of that, but apparently they're not. Yeah. Um, Uncharted. Yeah, this is this is your thing. Uh, the film has been fast tracked by Sony. Uh, let's see. The director attached to it right now is Sean Levy, who did Real Steel. Which I still have yet to watch. Oh my god! I know. I've you heard. You need to watch things. it. I will. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I'll this is it. this is a uh, true story. Uh, I always talk about like when I was little, my mother used to. This is why I love movies to this day, and I tend to give any movie a shot usually. Um, but I would sit there as a kid, and my mother would have me close my eyes, and she'd pick out a random movie for me, and have me watch. It didn't matter what. I didn't care what it was. I just watched whatever she picked because I trusted her opinion. Uh, as I grew older, though, and I thought I knew better, um, I wouldn't listen to her very often about movies. And she told me for years to watch Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. And I was like, I was like, no, it looks fucking stupid. Who wants to watch a live-action Disney movie? And uh, slowly raised his hand. Um, I got to tell you something else, too, here in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, and I was like, I was like I'm not gonna watch it. And then I watched a little bit on like TBS or something like that. I was like, yeah, it looks okay. So I rented it and watched it. And I was like, holy fuck, this is awesome! Yeah. And I texted her and told her, I'm like, this this is pretty awesome, mom. And uh, she's like, you. she's like, I told you. I was like, yeah. I said, Jesus. And then she was telling me she went to, she went to theaters with uh, Jackson, my nephew, to go see Real Steel. And uh, I thought it looked stupid. And I, I well, I I discarded it because I was like, I'm not watching. Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. I know. I'm not fucking watching it. And I, and she was like, but it's so, and she kept telling me, it's so good. And, and I even, I, as much as I love Hugh Jackman, I was like, I'm not watching that movie. Yeah. It looks dumb. I said, it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. And she kept just kept fucking hammering on me about it. And I was like, it's like, no. And then finally one day, I sat down and watched it. And I was like, holy shit, it's <laughs> incredible. Oh my God. 
I love it. Yeah, I need to watch it. It's I'm like I've been waiting for the sequel to it because I'm so I, I love that movie so much. Um, but yeah, it's definitely the one you should watch. And people listen to your mother; they know what they're talking about. <laughs> My mom doesn't. Well, let us know. Yeah. Uh, Good. She okay. Just to give you an idea of my mother's movies, when I buy her Christmas gifts and I buy her movies, if the movie doesn't have an animal in it, she probably won't fucking watch it. <laughs> um, unless unless it's like a big action movie or a, or like a martial arts movie. Like she likes like Die Hard movies. Like she Jeez, likes that's... action movies and martial arts movies. If it's not one of those two, it better be a fucking Disney movie or like an Air Bud. or treasure puppies or whatever it's called snow dogs whatever one of those fucking (laughs) calm down (laughs) like those are her movies she fucking loves them or you buy a child again she has the mentality of a child I love her to death but like there's times where she just comes off like a 12 year old (laughs) but she's she's fucking evil so yeah she's fucking crazy evil but I don't know but like there's it's so hard to watch movies with her. I, I told you about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ah. We saw it in theaters. When it was in theaters, it was only subtitled. Luckily, there was no one else in the theater with us. My dad had to read the subtitles to her. Completely took me out of the movie. So I had to wait till it came out to watch it again. I was so pissed off. But but yeah, but like her movies, like I won't watch movies with her. Because she, she only wants to watch... Like, every time I go, like, what do you want for Christmas? Like, what kind of movie do you want for Christmas? Treasure Buddies. Really? Okay, yeah. Ew. Or, like, The Monkey Experience. Like, one of those, like, nature movies. Which I'm like, okay, fine. I can deal with that. Like, yeah. I can understand that. Uh, Get her Jungle Book. I should. I, oh, she's worked solid. She saw in theaters. Uh, um, like I said, if, if it's Disney, she'll go see it. Weird thing. Um, my father... Like, I don't think you've met my father yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm going to meet your dad. <laughs> oh, uh, weird thing though, he likes the Beethoven movies. You know what? I I loved them when I was a kid. I can probably sit down and watch one now. Yeah, but he's like a fifty six year old man. I probably still watch it. Now. I just think it's weird. Like, this is the dude that introduced me to Die Hard. Yeah, I, I still have. Beethoven. He's the reason I was so emotional when Alan Rickman died. Yeah, because of that attachment I have to it. Uh, he he loves the Beethoven movies, and he loves Bring It On. Oh, hell yeah. He thinks it's awesome. And uh, Dirty Dancing. I love Dirty Dancing. Which, but... I hated Dirty Dancing for years because my, my babysitter and my sisters used to make me watch it. Yeah. All I don't watch it anymore, but I respect the shit out of it. To I the point, it. see, it's to the point even now, I can hear the sounds in the in the movie and know what scene it's in. Jeez. Just from the sounds. I was in, uh, it was... Um, Get wrecked. I was, before me and Michelle got married, I went over to her house and her sister was watching uh, Dirty Dancing. And I walked past her room and, and heard the no, heard the TV, and I looked in there and said, is this the part where he kicks the post out of the ground and uh, bangs his uh, window open? And she was watching, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, the other day, me and Michelle, we watched it. And I was like, you know what? I mean, this movie's not bad. It's not. It's really not bad. It's a decent film. It's weird that he's, you know, he's he looks 30-something, and she's supposed to... He's, I think he's... We looked it up online. She's supposed to be 17. Yeah. And he is... Just like Grease. <laughs> That's fucked up as shit. I, dude, I still, like, growing up watching that movie, I thought they were college kids. Yeah, for a long time, dude. I, I really then, thought I re- that. Then I got older, I was like, this is fucking high school. Yeah, supposed to be high school. I don't Holy hope I don't look like that in high school. Which, which, I mean, makes more sense when you find out that Rizzo's possibly pregnant. And they're really upset about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like, 
they're fucking college kids. Like, they know better. And then you find out, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> they're high schoolers. It's also Damn. really bad because Rizzo looks like she's 35 years old. All that cigarette smoke. Anyway, so what's going on with uh, Uncharted? So, yeah. What um, are we talking about? Yeah. So, Sean Levy, Real Steel, is attached to direct. Uh, Joe Carnahan is a writer, and Levy are hard at work on the script to make sure that they stay absolutely true to the characters. So... After the whole fiasco with original, yeah. the original director and original actor attached to yeah. it, so I assume they're just gonna play the games. That's all they're gonna do. A lot. I just would a, just on the screen, dude. Hell yeah! Just a lot of like, <laughs> you died. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh... dude. Why don't they make a video game movie adaptation where the character dies <laughs> and it goes back to the last save point? Oh my god, that, that sounds like a Lego movie. What is it? Oh like, my god, they got something like from the Lego movie. Oh my god, um, in the Lego movie with Batman, if he like pops, he gets hit and pops and dies and resets, it'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Or just Alfred puts them back together. Yeah. Well, um, he just pops up his menu and switches characters. So I'm not really, uh, I'm not too awful familiar with the Uncharted series. I've never played the games, uh, but I do, I, I've seen how passionate the fan base can be. Dude, I'm so excited. I was like, one, you're not like what, I, I saw a video with, I cannot remember, I think David O. Russell. Yeah. Was the original director attached to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Which I was like, oh, cool. He's, I a, like he's a good director. Yeah, I like him. Um, but he was originally attached to it. And he had Mark Wahlberg attached to play uh, Drake, right? Is his name? Drake? Actually, you know what? If they put the right makeup on him, fine. But the, he'd have to change his acting. And he won't. <laughs> he would have to be better. He would have to act. <laughs> No, I like, think we got a Transformer. <laughs> Fuck got you. A Transformer. But oh. it was, feel it, feel it. Oh, um, but uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, again, I didn't know much about the character look-wise. Yeah, similar. I could see I it. I still wish. But Nathan Fillion? If he was younger, yeah. That's a lot of people said that. And that's I, this is the video I saw was somebody went up to David O. Russell, a fan, filming it like they were a fucking badass. And confronted him about it, and I was like, "You're making a." It was something like, "You're making a terrible mistake. You you need to fire Mark Wahlberg, and you need to hire Nathan Fillion. This movie's gonna be a piece of shit." He's too old. And I was like, "And this was years ago, though." I know. When, when they first were talking about that, even then he was still too he's old. Still for too it. old. But anyways, and he's Castle. And I remember, and I read the comments, and people were like, "Yeah, this guy's right," and whatever. I commented on there. I was like, "I was like, no, fuck this dude." I think if Nolan North looked younger. Yeah, that's another one people were talking about. he did the voice acting. Yeah. That's so what he'd people, be perfect for that's it. That's a lot of people were and saying that, too. he looks close. I think, you know, like, he grows his hair out a little bit or whatever. But, but like, I think they should just give it to an up-and-comer. But, um, yeah, totally. But, anyways. I mean, they have to make him look similar, but. I, I, I read, uh, I don't have to. Um, Similar-ish. But they, I read the comments. People were saying that. And I, and I commented back on them. On I was like, I was like, no, fuck this guy. He's an asshole. First of all, David O. Russell's a talented director. And from that, you should trust his judgment. Yeah. He has a fantastic track record with movies. So why is there any kind of hassle I mean, on him? And, and who is this fan to just walk yeah. up to him and tell him that his movie is going to be a piece of shit? Fuck him. Yeah, it's like, fuck this like, dude. I'm hesitant with Mark Wahlberg, but if you can make it work. Yeah, I mean, then I trust fine. Mark Wahlberg. He's a good... He's Regardless he's of what an we actor. say, he's... He's, he's he's got good moments. He's an actor. He's an actor. He 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 he, acts. he did he acts, but like the best movie he was in was The Fighter. And what did he play? He played a fucking Bostonian uh, <laughs> meathead. Yeah, that's more or less what he is. I know. So it's it's hard to say if he's a good actor. I remember uh, people were saying that he was upset that he didn't get an Oscar nomination for The Fighter. I'm like, why? 
He's just he himself. played him. It's like whenever people said Eminem should have got a, an Oscar nomination for Eight Mile. I'm like, why? He literally played himself. Literally. It's literally. <laughs> but, uh, and we were like, yeah, you know, he should have been uh, nominated for Best Lead Actor. I said, no, Christian Bale should have been nominated for Best Lead Actor for that movie. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, so be it. I'm I mean, excited. whoever they get to play him is going to do fine. And I, I just hope they, they... It's a video game movie. Anyways. My thing I have is, no is, if he doesn't look the part, I can deal. He has to have the personality. The sarcasm. Yeah. Like it's, the personality. And that's, that's what I've always said, is that it doesn't necessarily matter how the person looks, as long as it can uh, have that same personality and represent the character the correct way. I want John Goodman to sully. <laughs> grow his hair out or uh, white, like gray his hair out and just let him have a cigar and just let him be that's Sully who's the fuck it? Sullivan his partner oh the old guy yeah that's so weird. that'd be cool I, I'd be okay with that cause like he's like John Gwynn's done a lot of things yeah. lately well cause like Sullivan is is an older experienced con man and he's like a jackass to most people but like you you kind of question whether or not he's really helping Drake at the beginning of the, like the first game Throughout the game, you're kind of wondering if he switched sides or not, but he's always got his back kind of thing, and he's just kind of a smart ass. It's like, hey, it's a John Goodman. <laughs> it's, um... Like, I can see yeah. it in a heartbeat. I'll tell you what was weird. I remember uh, when it was a couple years ago, whenever Hangover 3 came out, mm-hmm. came out, and when they were advertising it, like, John Goodman wasn't advertised in the movie. Right, he wasn't in the... And we even so went to the theaters to watch it, and he came up like, is that... Is that John Goodman? It's in the fucking movie. I was like, holy shit, but he's in a lot of movies lately. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of um, shit. Yeah, that's, that's good. I love him yeah, to death. Him, he yeah. did awesome in uh, Tim Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I heard he was really good in that. He's um, a pretty pretty talented dude. Yeah. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic. 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 Tim Miller. Gotta go Sonic face. Former director of Deadpool 2. Oh, my. Uh, has signed on to develop the film, uh, this film adaptation, as the executive producer. Uh, Jeff Fowler from uh, Gopher Broke is expected to helm the project. Takeshi Ito and Mai Onishi uh, will produce. And Patrick Casey and John Josh Miller, for, uh, who wrote Golan the Insatiable, yeah. will write the script. I have no fucking clue about this movie. What it's, the fuck is it going to be? They said a guy in a blue suit? <laughs> but they said it's a CG live-action combo. Yeah. So I don't know how, what they're, how they're going to fucking we'll do that. We'll see how that goes, I guess. But they... Um, I mean, it could be good. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we I'll, never know. I'll, I'll but they did say that it's gonna be it's gonna have Sonic, Tails, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and the rest of his friends on maybe. an adventure. I'm like, okay, so uh, they said it's a new adventure, so maybe it's based in the same universe as the games. Maybe. But I was sitting, I was like, Knuckles was I a villain for a while. Yeah, he was. I think I think if they're gonna do a movie, they need to make Knuckles the first villain, like with Robotnik, and then have them team up with Knuckles at the end to fight yeah. Robotnik. But they, I think. Sonic, Tails, and Amy. I think Shadow would be cool villain to see in there. Uh, I think they should, if they have him in there, it should just be a split second. He should be the villain for the second movie. Yeah, if they're gonna make sequels. like a like a like a post credit scene or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was uh, it's interesting. Interesting. Hey, so we watched the trailer for Life today. Life, life. Eh. Oh. Um. Oh, I was just gonna do Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just life. Don't talk to me about life. And there's like there's like every other episode you always make a Hitchhiker's Guide. I fucking reference. love Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, yeah, we watched the trailer. It's called Life. Um, 
uh, it's directed by Daniel Espinoza, who's directing Assassin's Creed. Yay! It stars Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a, I guess, sci-fi thriller. Makes sense. It's in space. Yeah, makes sense. Um, What's the plot of there? Uh, The six-member crew of the International Space Station, or the ISS, is tasked with studying a sample from Mars that may be the first proof of extraterrestrial life, which proves more intelligent than ever expected. Uh, I don't know why I went Casey Kasem. (laughs) (laughs) I just went, coming to you. (laughs) Coming to you for the top 40 charts. Here's blah, blah, blah. Um, Like a little scoop. Uh, trailer looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looked uh, really cool. I like the on like, a space when you first movies. It, when you first started, I thought it was going to be like aliens, the new aliens. That's what I thought trailer. too. Because it was interesting because it looks similar, like like an older style, because like Prometheus. But then it was like they said the ISS and stuff, and I looked at the the thing. It's life. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, they look good. Uh, There's a couple other actors in there, uh, but the whole thing looks. Pretty fantastic. And there's a lot of space movies. You got the passengers coming go, out. Go figure the black guy gets it first. Naturally. Hey, I'm wondering, though, because it kind of seems to me like it has a little bit, a, a tinge of the thing in it. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that, like, like horror, thriller aspect yeah. to it. Because, like, it also looks the like. The scene where Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal are on opposite sides of the door. That's what I was I'm seeing. wondering if, like. One of them's possessed by it. By If, if the bacteria got inside of the. the, got the that's what I was saying. The that's black guy that was messing with it. And it just transfers. And then it transfers, like, like the thing. Because, like, when you look at them, like, Gyllenhaal's looking at Reynolds and Reynolds looks terrified. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, like, he's, like, on the other side of the door, like, oh, God. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, ah, uh, I want to see it. I think yeah, it looks good. It, it, like, they got that. They got uh, the passengers. Uh, and then Passengers looks good. I'm excited. That's Christmas, Arrival. isn't it? Yeah, Christmas. Arrival looks interesting. Yeah, that's... Because that, I mean, at first I thought it was a, a remake of the Charlie Sheen movie. Is it Charlie Sheen? <laughs> yes! Oh my God! I like that movie. I, I cannot remember... I, I did not remember that movie. I can't believe you remembered it. I fucking love that movie. It, it's awful. It was weird because... What was it? Because that the freaked end, me out when I was a kid. At the end, you the kid the turned kid, out to be an you alien. You out the kid was one of the aliens. And his knees go backwards. Well, all of them did that. But that freaked me out. Every time one of the aliens did that freaked me the fuck out yeah because it was just like i'm like oh god it hurts oh don't do it now you know how i feel when you pop your fucking chest and ankles and shit don't <laughs> um but yeah like that I, the first when i heard like the arrival i was like oh they're remaking the charlie sheen movie go figure what a weird remake who what a weird then, thing to remake and then it was just like black orange fall like oh uh-huh. interesting this looks different. i wonder what it's going to be about though because they really haven't explained much yeah, this, there's no real trailer. So there's like there's like thirteen of those things. I guess I don't know. Like they kind of talked about how like they're there to there's help. One, there's one of thirteen, and it, yeah. yeah, it looks interesting. But I'm um, excited to see. But they really haven't explained anything with it. No, which, which makes it interesting. Yeah, more interesting. I, I'd hate movies like, like Terminator Genesis. It's like here's all the information. It's like Thanks. including the twist. Yeah, why do I want to watch this now? Thanks for ruining that for I me. Watch that. Huh? I watched that a couple months ago. I didn't watch it. It's, I mean, it's not awful. All right. <laughs> it's not good. Okay, well, I'll just watch that after I watch Green Lantern again. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, that'll probably never happen. Um, um, see, speaking of sequels, were we talking about sequels? I don't even fuck What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, Edge of Tomorrow 2. Yeah. Uh, Doug Lehman, I think that's how you say it? I think so. Uh, on the sequel said... Uh, that is the only sequel that I'm considering doing, and it's because, first of all, the story is so amazing. Much better than the original film. And I loved and loved the original film. The second of all, it's a sequel that's a prequel. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I love the first one. I need to watch it still. 
It's really good. I have the uh, I have the manga that it's based on. Mm-hmm. Loosely. Loosely based on, yeah. Which is the reason why uh, Nick and Jonah won't watch it. Which fine, whatever. That's their opinion. If they don't want to see it, then they don't want to see it. And I, I understand. Been... I respect that. If they if they really are that passionate about the manga, and they don't want to see the adaptation that is loosely based off of that, I've been to because that. Cause I... Tim because Tim wow it's Tim Cruise because uh, Tom Cruise came out on an interview and said that it was loosely based on a manga. He didn't name the manga, which I feel like he should have. Maybe he just didn't know the name of it. Uh, for those of you who are interested, it is named A Time to Kill. I think. Watch me be wrong. I have no fucking idea. I don't have my phone. I can't look it up. <laughs> um, I have it at home. I'm borrowing it from Jonah, who I've had it for like a year. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's but in the in the manga, it's like this teenager, and he's fucking just crazy. But like he just kills people left and right. It's a teenager, not a fucking fifty year old man. <laughs> not a Tom Cruise. Close. Uh, but they won't see it because that's fine. Whatever. I respect their decision. That's fine. Uh, however, I still like the idea of it, and I still want to see it. And then I own it. I need to just sit down and watch it. And then if they make a sequel, I'll watch it. And um, yeah, there's a uh, yeah, I'm, like that. I, I've been trying for years to get Joey to give um, the Arthur reboot a shot. Yeah, it's nothing like that because it's bad. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I keep because he loves Arthur. Yeah, he I loves do too. It. I think Arthur, the original Arthur is a fantastic film. It's, it's so a, good. It's not just a good comedy; it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, the only thing, the only reason I keep trying to get him to watch it is like because Russell Brand does a very good job in the movie. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he does. He does. He brought a tear to my eye watching it. It is really good. He does to me, and I can't say to Joey I wouldn't he him and Helen Mirren have a better relationship than Dudley Moore and whoever the old fucker was that played uh, the butler I forget John Goo Goo I don't remember but I thought they had a better relationship yeah it to me it felt more natural and whenever she dies in the movie spoilers it's heartbreaking because he's it's it's so sad. Um, one, Russell Brand, who knew he had acting muscles to fucking flex. Yeah. But he, uh, she's in the hospital, as per the original. And uh, she dies overnight when he's staying there with her. And then he wakes up and he, you know, nudges her to wake her up. And he's like, you know, stop messing around. And tries to nudge her. And then immediately cuts to the next scene where they're full in, like, the bed over. And he's just sitting in there just staring and, you know, his, tear, his eyes are teary-eyed and... And he gets fucking wasted. And he goes to the girl's house that he, you know, that he's fallen in love with. And he starts acting drunk outside her house. And she yells at him. And then he looks at her and just says, and with tears in his eyes, just says, my mom died today. It was so fucking sad. I, I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie is shit until this point. Yeah. But it was, I, I thought it was, it, it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't even a good remake. But Russell Branded, awesome hmm. in that movie. Uh, to me, it's worth watching it just for that. Okay. Um, uh, I see something coming up here that we don't have to... Uh, two things, actually. We don't talk about three things. Um, okay. Sorry. That's just a little tidbit. A little insight into the, the <clears throat> recording process. I didn't uh, delete some of the things from the previous episode. So there's still some things in there that we're not going to talk about. Okay. okay. Uh, so what's next? What's next? Sherlock Holmes 3. Oh, shit. 
I'm excited for that day. I am too. I love the first two. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like uh, Nicole Perlman, who is the uh, writer of Captain Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy, Justin Malin from Baywatch, Gary Witta from Rogue One, uh, Geneve, Genevieve, Geneve, Dwarit Robertson from Same. Tomb Raider, and Kieran Fitzgerald from Snowden have joined the writer's room. Nice. Uh, that's a huge talent pool right there. A lot um, of writers. Yeah. Jude Law and Guy Ritchie are expected to return as well as, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, he's coming back? Yeah. I thought he died. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I like this next one. <laughs> Mighty Morph and Power Rangers. Discuss. <laughs> that's absolute. That's the, actually the one that we yeah. aren't going to talk about. Hey, they're making a Mighty Morph and Power Rangers. What? Yeah. It, um, looks, it looks super dope. <laughs> dope, yo. Dope, yo. All right. Um, if you want to talk about this next one, me and Michelle talked about it, but we weren't sure if you'd be interested. I didn't even know they were doing it. Uh, they're doing a Captain Planet movie, John. They are? Yes. The property was actually in development at Sony a few years ago, uh, but that fell through. And now the Hollywood Reporter uh, reports that Paramount Pictures and Appian Way, Leo DiCaprio's company, yep. will team with uh, writing duo, duo Jono Matt and Glenn Powell. I love those guys. To, <laughs> to finally bring the colorful characters to the big screen. Heart. No detail. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. No details on cast or directors, director yet. But Powell and Matt are said to have a very interesting take on the story. Apparently, the film would take place years after the adventures of the show, with the captain now a washed-up has-been who needs the kids more than they need him. What I find weird about that is I thought he was brought together from the kids, from the kids, from yeah. the rings. He's not. A a person. He, he's not a person by himself. Yeah, he's not a separate person. So he's it there. Sounds like they don't even know the source material. Yeah. Um, I think. Or that report was wrong. Yeah. I think that. Heart. <laughs> Wind. Fire. Earth. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see that. Movie, yeah, but at I the mean, same time. Well, I'll, again, I'll wait till the trailer. I'll see what. I'll see which direction they're going. I don't want a gritty. Here's, Captain here's Planet. A big question. What's that? Is do they sing the song? Captain We're the planet. You can be one too. Saving our planet is the thing to do. You really know the lyrics to it? Yeah. Uh, wow. That's weird. <laughs> um Aliens Covenant. Like Prometheus sequel? Yeah. Sweet. I like that they changed it to, to like, aliens. Like they realize, like, like, oh, Prometheus didn't do too well, so let's change the name to aliens. People will watch that. Uh, some new pics have been revealed that reveal the xenomorphs and the new face huggers. Oh my god! Uh, rumor has it that David Michael Fassbender will be conducting <laughs> be conducting some kind of biological experiments after the events of the of Prometheus. Um, makes sense because you look at him one, it looks definitely the xenomorphs have been altered somehow. They look kind of fucking gnarled up a little bit. Um, like zombies in them or almost. <sighs> Shut up, John. Jesus. Uh, the facehuggers, I mean, they they just actually look really massive. Yeah, and they have testicles. And or breasts. Or breasts, I, I guess. One. Depends on which... I'm not going to assume their gender, John. I'm not going to assume their gender either. It's either testicles or breasts or a mixture of both. What do they have one of each? Breasticles. They have one of each. They have one of each. Boom. Boom. And they just happen to be at the same level. Just gonna be careful where you suck. <laughs> you might suck the wrong one. <clears throat> that could be a bad day for you. Get a mouthful of balls. 
Um, I'm sucking on a titty. But it's a testicle. It's a testicle. Anyways. Um, I'm inter- I-, I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Um, we don't have to talk about the next thing. Uh, that was the other thing I was talking about. Oh, yeah. It looks interesting, though. Have you seen it? The the trailer they released? Or, like, snippet? Wasn't there, like, a snippet of it? That was it. Else? This is a short movie. It's just a short movie. Oh, the movie thing. Okay, I, saw, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the pictures of it. People oh, are posting. should watch it. It's pretty I look, It looks really cool. It's borrowed time, by the way, if you guys are interested. Yeah, I guess we should announce <laughs> <laughs> we should watch the thing you see the thing okay let's not talk about it okay. uh, by time we, again me and Michelle talked about it she, you know uh, she wasn't as impressed with it as I was yeah, it looks really cool uh, it's uh, it's a much darker take on um, or much darker movie than Pixar usually does but it's not really Pixar that did it it was a couple of their uh, animators oh that's neat um, <laughs> no it looks really cool I'll have to um, check it out let's talk about Wonka Willy Wonka Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> that look, though. <laughs> fucking movie's so bad. <laughs> it was. So fucking bad. Terribly. I just, and I fucking hate his, like, daydreaming thing. <laughs> He's like, eh, parents, I had parents once. Oh, my God. <laughs> the only thing about that sorry. I thought was, was funny was whenever, like, those happen often. He's like, increasingly, today. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's funny. Um, but okay, so yeah. Um, why don't you take? Why don't you do some talking too, John? Oh God! So Warner Brothers is planning another Willy Wonka movie that will focus on the early years of Willy Wonka. Uh, Simon Rich from Man Seeking Woman and is he on SNL? He's not on. He's writing, writing, yeah. yeah, writing on SNL. Uh, he, I guess, he's helping write the script. Yep. Uh, Michael Siegel, manager of the Doll Estate. David Heyman uh, from Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts will be producing. Um, Warner Brothers wants to make Wonka a franchise, which woo. I guess I don't know. I don't give a shit. Not everything, and this Michelle brought this up too. Not everything needs to be a franchise. It doesn't. Like, just release a fucking movie. Yeah, they're trying to make everything trilogies now, and it's like fuck. Just make a movie and be done. And see how it does. If it does fine, and there's a there's a natural story, an organic story to tell, which Wonka doesn't have. No, these are gonna be four stories. One, they're gonna be brand new stories too. They're not based on the books. Yeah, these are going to be prequels. Yeah, the prequels. It's going to be fucking boring. Yeah. Watch the adventures of Willy Wonka making chocolates and candies. Oh, good. What's he going to do? Fight the other candy company? It's going to be like an episode of Mr. Rogers <laughs> what or whatever. What the fuck is it? Like how it's made. Honestly, like it's just, it's just going to be a big episode of how it's made. Fantasy edition. Like I assume it's going to be... Um, it probably is going to show him as a kid, I assume, when... It'll be his early adventure, so him starting the chocolate company and getting the Oompa Loompas. I guess. Jeez. But even then, but how are you going to make that a franchise? I don't get it. Um, Sony's Mulan. Mulan! Uh, apparently, uh, Sony's making a Mulan movie. Good. That's going to be based on an adaptation of the actual legend. Okay. Uh, whereas the Disney one is based is an adaptation oh, of the, the animated uh, film. Right. Uh, but they have hired the Game of Thrones director Alex Graves nice. to direct a live action adaptation of the Chinese legend. Legend. Good. Uh, and like I said, this will be based on the legend itself. Um, so that should be interesting. Yeah, I like Mulan. And so. apparently, it's going to be released uh, close to the same date as Disney's. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, um, let's see, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. According to David Yates, the director says, We can't tell you to <clears throat> we can't tell you to because we'd have to kill you all. But we do mention Dumbledore and he features in a wonderful scene between Colin Farrell and Eddie Redmayne. 
Grindelwald does feature in the background and is going to become a much more prominent feature moving forward. Well, that's cool. Is there more? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp is signed on to co-star in the 2018 sequel. <gasps> Interesting. Ha ha ha. Uh, rumors are circulating that he might be Gellert Grindelwald, which actually kind of fits. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, it kind of fits. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited for that one. It seems like he likes to do just random characters. Yeah. So he can do a different, like, personality. And what's cool he about this is that we that. get to, um, is that now that they're doing Fantastic Beasts, uh, it can be American actors as well. Yeah. Doesn't have to stick to uh, um, just the British actors. Which, I mean, I, not like I had a problem with that. Yeah, I didn't either. But... One, you realize how many talents of British actors there were. Yeah. Um, but two, it's just cool that <clears throat> now we have Johnny Depp can play this character that originally he couldn't. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Um, now there's a, a, a new prequel coming out. No. Uh, it's uh, called How the Wizard Came to Oz. Oh, thank God. Uh, according to the produ- uh, producer BJ Plot, the film will differ from Disney's version by uh, showing the wizard's childhood and showing the challenges he faces on the way to becoming the great and powerful Wizard of Oz. Uh, he also added the movie will explore darker territory. Uh, he said, uh, we're thinking something similar to Harry Potter or the uh, Gotham TV show. Um... Woo. Fuck this. I can't. It's it's gonna be stupid. I want I already don't like Wizard of Oz. I'm not huge on it either. I don't like, I think I, it's I like I like bits and pieces of it. It depends on what it is. Tim I honestly every bit of the movie I hate. Okay. I think it's not it's not like I think it's a terrible film. I hate it. Okay. Not a bit of it I like. Um Calm down, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful that they released with James Franco. Oh, fucking terrible. Shit. Sam Raimi's Ten Burtons. <laughs> Oz the Great and Powerful. It was just so dumb. It's so bad. It was really, really bad. I hated the designs. I hated the story. I hated the acting. I hated the writing. Ugh. It was a fucking nightmare. So a long time ago, a movie came out that everyone seemed to hate on. I liked it. I think you liked it. I loved it. It's called Cloverfield. Yeah. I loved it. I like, it was one of the first, like, handheld cam... Found footage. Yeah, found footage movies. And the ending was great to me. I loved the ending. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. It was totally. such an interesting ending. Because it's like, oh, shit. And they go back and show you the footage and, like, rewind it. And you can see the shit that happened that yeah. you missed. It was fucking cool. Uh, I have not seen Tim Cloverfield Lane yet. I it's plan, awesome. I plan on it. Um, <clears throat> it's really interesting. J.J. Abrams' produced film will be... The third installment in the Cloverfield Cinematic Universe called God Particle. Uh, they said that's probably not going to be the final name of it. Probably not, but it's a cool name. That's a badass name. That just sounds awesome. Uh, Paramount and Abrams are planning to develop more movies in the coming years to add the budding universe. Um, it will be directed by Oren Uziel, who directed uh, 22 Jump Street. Yeah. And will be uh, released February 24th, 2017. Yeah. Uh, no real uh, idea on the plot or anything like that, but it, uh, in any case, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was cool. Cloverfield was cool. Um, I remember when Cloverfield came out and everyone was like, they're going to make a sequel because there's a guy on the bridge that has a camera too. Yeah. And they're going to do it from his point of view. And I was like... That'd be awful. That'd be stupid because it's the same shit. Yeah. Ooh, let's see the, that. Let's see the same movie again just from a different angle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Um, I, I like this idea. It's an anthology almost. It's there. That's what they even said that Ten Cloverfield Lane. They said loosely they had loose connections. Like there was no connection to that movie. Yeah. 
you would not know it was part of the universe unless it wasn't unless it was called Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind. So I, does I, that movie take place in the same universe? Is it the same creatures? No. So is it a different alien race? Yes. Are the two aliens fighting? No. Are they living together in harmony? No. What the fuck is going on? There's no mention of the Cloverfield monster. Interesting. None at all. It's so, it's, as I was like, it's like, it doesn't, it's in the, I guess it takes place in the same universe. Yeah. So is it after Cloverfield? No, no specification. They don't tell you nope. anything? Okay. I assume after. Because Cloverfield's in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they tell you where this one takes place? No. Interesting. It feels like it's Midwestern. Yeah, that's what I think it is. It feels it, what, what this movie feels like to me is that it was made, and then they just thought, 10 Cloverfield Lane. And that's what they called it. But in any case, cool movie. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the idea that it's an anthology. Well, with... when I first saw the trailer, I was kind of confused, because it was like, okay, it seems like it's a family. And then you find and then you find out, like, watching the trailer, it's like, okay, well, she got injured in, like, a car wreck or something, and he took her in. But he's holding her there against her will because mm-hmm. he doesn't want her to escape. Because he doesn't want, he's saving he, her life. Right, he's saving her life because there's monsters out there. And he sa- and, and she gets out. Does the movie have a lot of time where she's out of there? No. Okay, because I figure that probably happens towards the end. Yeah. Okay. She's, what it is, and I, I guess it's spoiling it, but whatever. Um, basically what it is, is that he holds her there and they play a lot on, they find out this guy's actually crazy. And so they think he's just one of those like kind of doomsday survivalist people. Um, so they think some sort of accident happened that that he misinterpreted as an alien invasion or as uh, I think he, he thought alien invasion or the Russians or something like that. And so she thought, you're fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, and nuts. Uh, yeah. yeah. But then she, the first time she's almost escaping, some woman runs up to the the door starts pounding and then she starts like she's blistered up and and then falls down so you're like what the fuck yeah and um so then she goes back down she stays down there for a while and then she creates her own radiation suit okay to wear and so she can try to escape and as she escapes you find out there was an attack aliens are trying to take over and it's I was like oh fuck like in my watch I was like is, oh. it, is it open ended? You know I honestly cannot remember the ending of it. I think I think she gets abducted. Interesting. But it's it's a cool movie. It's really really worth a watch. I'll have to check it out. John, that's uh, we're nearing the end of the episode. So uh, yeah, gotta ask you this question. Do you? I do. I feel like you ask this question all the time when we hang out. Yeah. What do you recommend? I recommend a movie. <laughs> Stage direction. Stage direction. Um, center left. So since we're doing this semi-Halloween episode. Shortly after Halloween. At least we're filming it shortly after Halloween. It'll probably go up a little later. but um, I figure we'll do... It's like we're filming it the day after Halloween. Yeah. Halloween-ish stuff. I wouldn't say mine's necessarily a Halloween-ish movie, but it's close enough for me. Um... I'm going to recommend a musical, because I'm... Fabulous. Yes. I love musicals. Anyways, if you don't know anything else about me, I love musicals. Um, but I'm going to recommend Little Shop of Horrors, which if you've never seen, feed me, Seymour! Um, you need to watch it. It's fucking awesome. Um, Rick Moranis, 
Uh, what's the girl's name? She was in Heroes. We talked about that a while back. Um, green, something green. But anyways. Um, I don't remember. Steve name. Martin. Who else was in it? I think that's the Frank Oz, <laughs> technically. He directed it. Yeah. Well, he, he created the the plant. He, also he did the voice. No, he, he didn't do the voice. He did, so he, the, I thought he directed the movie. He may have. I don't remember. Um, anyways, but it's it's a lovely movie. It is. <laughs> of, really cool. of a plant who feeds on human blood. Or blood in general, I think. Yeah. Just, um, he tends to get humans. Yeah. Well, I mean, after he starts growing, it's so big. That's all you can really do. Yeah. Anyways, but the plot essentially is about this plant. You kind of find out more about the plant and what it is and where it's from and why it's doing what it's doing. And I recommend that you watch the original ending uh, if you have a chance to. Now, if you watch it on a service somewhere, chances are you'll see the alternate ending, which is fine. It's still good. I just there's a whole song that they cut from the original ending because the original ending has a whole song and it's great and the ending's completely different and I just still like the original ending better. Uh, if you have the Blu-ray version, the newest one, it has the alternate ending on it. If you cannot find it, watch the movie, watch the, the new ending, and then go on YouTube and search for the original ending. It's on there. Uh, it just it changes it and it makes it so much better to me. Like it's so much more fun. But if you like musicals. Watch Little Shop of Horrors. And if you've seen it already, then go watch it again. Because <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Jake. Yeah. Gotta ask you a question. Because, you know, you asked a question to me. Yeah, I think you asked. Bet you can't ask. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. I bet you can't figure out what question I'm going to ask you. You're going to ask me if I wear boxers or briefs. See, I told you couldn't guess. Out of curiosity, what do you wear? Bikini style. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I, I do like the Schwarzenegger. Like go commando. I don't. Wink, I, I do that. I really don't. He does. I don't. He doesn't wear pants. <laughs> I just refuse. <laughs> I just wear shirts on my bottom. And I tie them off with a rope. Um, what do you recommend for these fine folks listening? I recommend it's a movie called Creep. That sounds like a horror film. It sort of is, but not really. Interesting. Um, it's a fascinating little film. It's on. I found it on Netflix. Actually, uh, our buddy Nick uh, recommended. It. He kept trying to get uh, me and Joey to watch it with him. Uh, we went and had a movie night, and uh, it was between Creep and The Thing. And then uh, Nick hadn't watched The Thing since he was little. I hadn't watched it for you know a couple of years. So we just decided, we're like, eh, fuck it, let's watch the thing. So we watched that instead. And then we started to watch it uh, a couple weeks ago, and I had to leave because Michelle was sick, and I had to get her some medicine, uh, come here, make sure she was fine. So uh, I ended up leaving as they, as they were starting Creep. So I was like, ah, I'll watch it. And finally, a couple nights ago, I watched it. Uh, it's about uh, this guy is hired to uh, direct a, sort of a home movie, uh, a love letter to a guy's son who um, the guy has been diagnosed with a brain tumor and is going to he most likely going to die oh, that's real he, sad. he says real positive and you know tries to um, good for him I know where it's going 
tries to stay real positive and and uh, as you find out as the movie goes on, not everything he says is one hundred percent true, and the dude's really fucking creepy and becomes a stalker, and it's 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 really good. Like it, it's hard to describe it. Like I had no idea what it was about when I started watching yeah. it. I just trusted Nick and was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll watch it, whatever." And Joe even enjoyed it too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I might have heard plot so. Um, so yeah, it, definitely. If you get a chance to go go on to Netflix, watch that. Um, it's absolutely worth the uh, worth the watch. It's I think it's got like a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, star rating on uh, Netflix. I think it's four or four and a half or something like that. Cool. Uh, it, it really is. It's a stellar. It's a stellar movie. It's yeah. and they're gonna make a sequel to it too. Oh, cool. Yeah, I need to watch it still. Um, um worth a watch. Speaking of horror films, <laughs> I watched. Don't get too excited. I watched Lights Out. Oh, really? The other day. Not, well, when I went to Bloomington. Um, you know me. I'm not huge in horror films because I don't really Because you're scary. Don't, yeah. I do. Like, it's terrifying. No, I know. You know you do. That's just <laughs> terrifying. Because the thing is, is, like, the movie itself wasn't horribly scary. Nah. It's a lot of jump scares. But, like, then I go home and I turn off the light and I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't and with that movie you can't use like a flashlight and see like, I can't check because it's like oh now it's gone like, it doesn't fucking matter because um, the movie's based in reality yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know it's not there but I have a, I have a really irrational fear of turning off my light and looking out my balcony door and seeing someone standing at the door and it's not an awful irrational fear because our balcony's connected to the neighbor's so I'm always worried that they're going to be on the balcony and just like walking like we do. And it'll scare and, the shit out of you. Yeah. Uh, well, you see, I have a, I have a, everybody tells me it's an irrational fear. Eh, maybe it is. Um, I have it, it's, I think it's based on uh, the fear of the unknown, which is a primitive mm-hmm. evolutionary trait. Um, but basically I have a fear of like Michelle used to want, when we were looking for a house before we moved out from my parents, we, we were looking at a house that was, she went to buy a house by the woods. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. And she's like, why not? I said, I said we're not going to live anywhere near the woods. Tell me don't play that. And she's like, why not? I said, just because I said we don't find that. I told her. Have you watched like, any horror movie, Michelle? I, <laughs> I told her, I said, because I can't see somebody coming. If somebody's trying to break in, she said, you wouldn't see somebody coming in town either. I'm like, yeah, but I have a better chance of it. Yeah. I said, in the woods, they can sneak to your house from the woods. Yeah. I said, I said that fucking scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I said I can't handle that, and that's why I wouldn't go camping for years. So the fact that I even went camping with Joseph, uh, well, was going Joseph's a little safe for years though. For a couple, because he didn't want me to go camping with him for about a year or two. I refused to because he always joked that he was going to scare the shit out of me <laughs> when I went there. I said, I promise you, I will beat the shit out of you or try uh, <laughs> if you do that to me. I, I almost hit him one time because he uh, showed me a spider. He didn't realize how, how afraid of spiders I am. Oh, yeah. And uh, he had gotten a spider. He found it. He said it was dead. I don't think it was dead, though. And he had it in a... It's how big it was. It was in a butter dish. Oh, geez. And um, he opened it like a plastic one, like a, like a you know country crock or whatever one. Sure. And he popped it open. I was like, what the fuck? And I drew my fist back. I, I was going to hit him. And I, I don't know why that was my instinct was just to draw back like I was going to punch him. <laughs> but I, I was like, what the fuck? And he hurried up and shut the lid. And he's like, are you okay? He said, no, I fucking hate spiders, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, he's like, I, I did not know 
<laughs> you are that afraid of spiders. I'm petrified of spiders. Yeah, I don't do spiders. Um, I'll do snakes all day long. No, but yeah, anyways, your 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 irrational fear. Yeah. Lights. We all have them. Yeah, I mean, it's not even not in a. Everybody has, at least a subconscious fear of the dark, and it's yeah. because you can't see what's going on. Yeah. You can't see. You know, what's ahead of you? You can't see a predator coming at you. Yeah. So everybody it's, has it's an that. Instinct. It's an animal instinct. Yeah. It's it's that's what everybody says. Oh, you're afraid of the dark. I mean, I'm not really afraid of the dark. I'm. It's I, not the dark itself. It's what's in the dark. Yeah, that's it. Because you don't know. Um. But anyways, so I watched Lights Out. This became a fucking psychological episode. So yeah, I watched I watched Lights Out. Uh, I will say the movie itself is it's passable. It's at least. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the short film that's yeah. based on? Okay. I saw the short film a long time. ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, and and because I remember you know seeing... me, I don't like watching horror movies by myself. Period. Yeah. I watched that by myself. Because the buddy was like, sent me the link. I was like, watch this. I was like, okay. And the second, like, she turned off the light, I was like, fuck. <laughs> and, but you already invested. But I'm committed. So you're like, you're I'm like... committed. So I'm watching it, and I fucking hate the. But the thing I don't like is that the creature. The little girl, whatever it is, turns the light off at the end. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I thought that was... Because it's like, now if the lights would have fritzed out... You went against the... What you've set up as... Yeah. Yeah. But, Um, in any case, that look... Fucking creepy. Terrifying. Um, But anyways, the movie... Oh, wait. Did you also notice that the woman that was in that short was in the movie? Yeah. I was like, I told her, like, oh, fuck, that's her, that's her, that's her. She's in the, in the, in the short. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never fuck mind. You. Fuck you. So, so, the movie. You've seen it. Yes. So we can talk about it. I enjoyed it. It was very fun. Uh, too many jump scares. Yeah. But every movie does that. It's so fun. Uh, they did them well. Yeah. The, the jump scare that I loved was them in her apartment, the girl's apartment. And the red light? No. That was really cool, though. Yeah. But what I loved is the jump scare where... And I knew it was coming, but I fucking loved it. They shut the door, and the lights were on, but he was standing to the, next to the bed and pulled him into the bed. I fucking love it. Because no one does that shit. Yeah. It's like... It makes sense. Like, okay, she's in the dark. She's underneath the, the bed. She can live under there. And yeah. She... Now, I, I... I understand it. The whole oh, she's in her head thing. It's weird. Yeah. It's just a weird idea, but it works. It's all very predictable. Yeah. But it was fun, and the effects were cool. Like the 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 black light was really cool. Yeah. The the gunshot thing was fantastic. My only problem with that is the UV or the 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 black light is supposed to keep her there. Yeah. Right. So is the bullet flash too bright to where it cancels that out? Because they have the black light on her. Yeah. And she's shooting her. I assume it's so, because it's, it's not it's, real. All the black light were, does is show her. But they were hurting her. They had the black light on her and a flashlight on her. And it burnt her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those. that's what I was wondering. Like, is the flash of the gun well, too bright? The flash of the, well, it's, maybe it's the fact that lights hurt her, but not... Um, uh, but not... Uh, Actual physical weapons. Maybe. But the only reason she wasn't getting hurt was because she kept disappearing when the light flashed. Right. So, I'm wondering if the black light, since the flashlight burned her, but if, if the gunshot flash was so bright and intense 
that it overpowered the black light. The black light, which I can find passable. Yeah. yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's like, what rule do you stick with? Yeah. Uh, but either way, there's a lot of things when it comes to like, especially movies yeah. like this. Uh, but horror movies in general, there's a lot of rules you have to accept. It's yeah. like, yeah, well, it's gonna happen. But but either way, yeah. The gunfire, the gunfire effects, where she disappeared walking towards them, yeah. was fucking amazing. It was. Uh, the red light in the apartment was cool. awesome. Uh, I don't like that she, again paranormal activity that she just forgot about it and then oh I remember now yeah like you don't I would never forget that that's something you remember forever yeah and it's weird to me that she can hold things yeah like, like holding a book drawing and then it just book falls like eh, but fine. again it's it's a movie it's a movie um, it's ghosts it's yeah all it is that. what it is but I like the character I like what they did with the storyline uh I like that the girl slash creature. That's where I know uh, the girl that wants to play Talia Al Ghul. Huh? The girl that wants to play Talia Al Ghul. Is that her? Yeah. Okay. That's where I know her from. That's, what, yeah. That's so weird you brought that up. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Because as we're going through this whole thing. And, and Sarah it, Paulson? <laughs> and it showed a picture of her. Not Sarah Paulson. Yeah, was, the other girl. Yeah. Um. But I was, I was like, I saw a picture. I was like, gosh, she looks so fucking familiar. And I remember thinking when I saw a picture, I was like, she looks very similar to um, the chick from uh, Twilight. Oh, Kirsten Stewart. Kirsten Stewart, yeah. And I was like, she looks very familiar. And then he just not started talking yeah. about that. And it hit me. I was like, That's I did the same thing to Michelle when we were watching. I was like, she looks a lot like Kristen Stewart. Yeah, except it's... for she can emote. Yeah. But anyways, sorry, go on. Um... But yeah, so the movie itself, like, it has had flaws, but it's fun. Um, <laughs> as dumb as the boyfriend was, kudos for him staying. Yeah. Because he could have just fucking bailed. I mean. I enjoyed that. That's what me and Michelle thought, too, when we were watching. I was like, oh, he fucking bailed on her. He fucking loves what a, her. What a dick. <laughs> Holy But then all shit. of a sudden, he's just, he's still there. I'm like, oh, fuck, cool. He stayed there. And I, I love the effect with the fucking car. But, like, did you say the same thing when he got lifted in the air and he grabbed his car keys? And I was like, fuck, that is bullshit. Yeah. There's no way he would have grabbed his car keys in yeah. time. <laughs> no. He's, like, fucking up in the air, like, beep, beep. Like, nope. Like, it's fucking tangled. Motherfucking God, it's stuck in my pocket. I, I like, I, I like, I did like the idea of it, though. I thought, I was like, it was a cool that's effect. That's clever. Yeah. Um, I love that effect. It was like, he's up in the air and beep, beep. The whole thing, that's what I enjoyed about the movie. Like, the movie, yeah, had its flaws. But it was cool again, effect, like though. Michelle said, it was original, and I enjoyed it. I had yeah. fun watching it. Uh, I'll tell I, you what, straight out of the out of the rack though, I, I mannequins, fuck mannequins, fuck mannequins, up the ass, fuck mannequins, and like the whole thing starts in the mannequin shop, and I was like, fuck you, movie. Um, that's right. <laughs> and they went out and they went in the basement, and the fucking mannequins there, and I was like, oh, that one's not a mannequin. <laughs> well, whenever if you watch Ghostbusters. Uh, the new one. There's a, a scene whenever they're hunting down this particular ghost, and um, they go and backstage. There's a bunch of mannequins there, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Is anybody here?" And it's um, Leslie Jones. Okay. Her character. She she looks and she sees the mannequin. She's like, "Don't answer." Oh God, don't answer! And then all of a sudden, the mannequin turns its head, and then starts chasing them. Oh, but it was it was it was so funny because in my head I was like, oh god, that's gonna be terrifying. And then doop, turns her head and starts going after. Him. But yeah, mannequins, fuck mannequins, fuck mannequins and fuck dolls. Um, but yeah, it's it, I enjoyed Lights Out. I thought it was yeah, a good movie. It was, it was fun. 
It's um, a really fun movie. It has its flaws, but for a horror flick, like, it was fun. Again, like I said, original at least. Yeah. And, which is a rarity. I think it's cool that it was based off that short film. Like, I saw that like years ago. Yeah, no. That's and then it was all of a sudden, it was like, hey, we're making a movie. I saw the trailer and I was like, I was like, wait a second. I said, I've seen this before. Are they copying off that fucking British short? And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's the same thing. It's yeah. just. I will say two things. One, the girl, the first time you see it in the manga shop, the girl that just keeps flicking the lights off and on. Same thing with the girl in the short film. That was the same girl. I know. Yeah. But off and on, off and on. Fuck that. No. Who would fucking do that? Off and on, off and on, and then on. It's, it's it would It would be off, what the fuck, on. I'm out. Now, saying that, uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name, but he was in Revolution. Uh, the, the dad? The, the, the stepfather. Yeah. Um, fuck, I love him anyways. But, but... His, he gave the most real reaction ever in a horror flick. What is that? The very when he when he turns the lights off, or he's standing there, and he sees the creature, and it turns around. He goes, "Okay," and runs. <laughs> Honestly, uh, that was everyone, uh, yeah. I that's the that. most real reaction ever. Because literally, he's just standing there, and it's just it's just okay. <laughs> and it just, just runs off, yeah. And, and oh my, like it's just the most real reaction I've ever seen. Because that's what I would do. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> and then he runs to his fucking office. Of course, at the same time, you go outside, it's dark. Yeah, so. So yeah, he had to stand in a street light, which of course, apparently she can absorb energy. Yeah. And turn off the lights. It, there was a lot and of. What kind of, what kind of warehouse has light sensors <laughs> yeah. like that. That's bullshit. And they're only spotlights. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. That's not right. Not in a mannequin shop. Fuck that. No. <laughs> mannequin shops are, are all lit up for me. That's yeah. What... But anyways, it's a fun movie. Yeah. And, I, and on top of the two recommendations, I would recommend seeing that for all Oh, movies. totally, like, yeah. It's... it's a fun movie. It's not the best horror film. It's not the best movie. But, but it's, it's worth a watch. It's definitely fun. Uh, and that's coming from me. Who doesn't like horror movies? Yeah. And we said, I watched the whole thing. And there's times where I was going, nope, nope, nope. I was one of those guys. I was like, fucking don't go in there. We're going to... Don't you do it. You and me are going to have to watch some horror movies together. Oh, God. We're going to we're gonna have to film us watching a horror movie. No. It's going to be me going... Which, yeah, you're going to be the one reacting. Yeah. I'm just going to be sitting there laughing at you the entire time. Because I can't watch a horror movie anymore and get scared. Like, if I'm with a friend, I can make fun of it sometimes. And yeah. Like, that's, that's my mechanism. But here's the thing. Whenever I watch a horror movie, generally... I turn the lights off and I watch it because that's the only way to watch it to me. It's the I only know. way it can make it semi-scary for me. Um, but like, that's why I told Michelle, I was like, there's not a whole lot of movies anymore that scare me. Yeah. Um, See, the thing is, the movies themselves don't scare me. It's the idea of what happens. Well, that's a, I mean, that's the that's what I mean. I know. But like, um, the last movie I can remember actually jumping at was Paranormal Activity 2. Yeah. And that was the scene whenever she's in the kitchen, all the cabinets burst open because um, she's sitting there it's real quiet and they do really good they took they took all sound out of it and she's just sitting there reading something and all of a sudden just boom and all the fucking cabinets bust open bust open yeah. and, and I was like oh shit yeah and um, I've seen it but I remember that that, that scared me uh, but otherwise there's not uh, Halloween the original Halloween movie still terrifies me yeah and Michelle's like how does that scare you I'm like because it can happen yeah. Like, that's a real thing. That can really happen. And, she, and then she's like, well, what about, like, Halloween 2? Like, no, I said, those are less scary to me. I said, because, one, Halloween 2 turns more into a slasher. Yeah. Instead of, like, a horror, psychological horror film. Yeah. 
Uh, and beyond that, I mean, none of them are after that very scary just because so, they're uh, about gore. Speaking of that, a friend of mine went to a um, carnival Halloween thing, and there was a clown. Mm. Yeah, which, you know, um, it's just with all the scares lately. Uh, but there was a clown there somewhere talking to her. Like, they do. They try and scare you. And she was like, she was like, Ugh, all right. It's like talking to her. He was just like talking to her. And she said something to him, and he was like, well, how do you know I work here? And she's like, that's not fucking funny. <laughs> that's good, though. I know. I was like... <laughs> That is good. But it's like, cause she was, he was like, how do you know I really work here? And he was like, she was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> That's not fucking funny. We were in, uh, whenever me and Michelle were on our honeymoon, uh, we were in Tennessee in Gatlinburg and we're walking around town. They're still having like their Halloween stuff. And uh, there's a haunted house. We went to the haunted house. It was cool. Um, again, those don't scare me that much either. But uh, yeah. there was a, at first there was a clown out front. Was it, was it in Gatlinburg? Yeah, I think it was. Um, but it was, um, there was a clown out front and a really good clown. And, and, uh, as we're walking up and I, I saw, I was like, nope. And just turned around and started walking the other way. She's like, what? And Michelle kept trying to lead me over there. I was like, I'm not fucking walking over there. Nope. And so, uh, that's right. One thing though, like, and he didn't have a mask on. He had makeup and prosthetics on and it looked pretty good, pretty creepy. Um, the thing about it, most people think like they'll send me pictures of like the clown masks. Oh yeah. Those don't scare me. The masks don't scare me. What scares me is actual clown makeup. Uh, cause to me that's creepier. Uh, and two, why are they covering their face with makeup? What are they hiding? That's what bothers me so much. And that's my, that's my reasoning in my head. And I don't, and I shouldn't like the mask either, but they don't creep me out as much. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I try to avoid, actively avoid clowns. And, yeah, uh, as most people do. And I, I had one in a haunted house uh, years ago and, uh, he started to walk up toward me. I said, I said, don't, I said, I swear to you, I will punch you. And he stops and goes back because I wasn't fucking joking. I was going to punch him if he got too close to me. Yeah. Uh, we, we, cause Kara doesn't really like clowns either. Yeah. And we went to King's Island. Oh no, not King's Island. Where did we go? Oh, we went to Indy Screen Park. And they had a, they had like a carnival, mm-hmm. haunted house that we walked through, and uh, it was just clowns everywhere. Ugh. Yeah, and it was just like it was like a, it was like a carnival. Like they had they had the fucking mirrors and they had random carnival shit. They had clowns everywhere, and I forgot what happened, but she got so pissed. But I I, I said her name, and all of them just started Kara. And I was like, she's like, John, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I was like, ah, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean it. Uh, it's fun. I was hoping we went with Jonah to Kings Island. They're, they're, it's not scary. <laughs> they have like these haunted houses, but they're like, all right, your, your group go in. All right, next group go in. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I see the guys jumping out and scaring people in the first group ahead of me. Yeah. So it's like, ah, it's not scary at all. But like, I wanted to go somewhere with Jonah because Jonah has weak knees. And if somebody scares him, he buckles. He fucking falls. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm holding on to you if we go anywhere. And if I fall, you're coming down with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, because he'll, he'll, his knees will just give out. He gets terrified. I was, uh, when I was a little younger, I went to a, a haunted house. And me and uh, my friend Buddy had been going in there for going to like, a lot of haunted houses. Every weekend we go to like two or three. And uh, we went to one. And. Uh, 
didn't scare me at all. There's not, and really, me and him both, not one of them were very scary to us. We didn't jump, and uh, we would laugh a lot, most of the time too, because like there was one whenever uh, <laughs> they were guiding our way through, and there was somebody being scary but pointing down a little tunnel, and Buddy, who's a bigger guy like I am, started to go down the tunnel as he started to walk down. Like all it was was like his feet and his ass were hanging out. And I started laughing. And I looked at the dude like, like Winnie the fucking Pooh, right? And the dude's like, <laughs> started laughing. And um, and we're with uh, my, my friend Thrasher. She was with us. And we're going through, crawling through. There's clowns underneath, like crawling underneath the glass uh, floor. And but he was like, Thrasher, show him your tits. And kept trying to get her to like, watch your tits at him. Whenever uh, we're home, like, buddy, she's 16. Stop that. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was it was a fun. I remember that. I look back on that fondly. The haunted houses are fairly fun to do. I like them. I mean, that's as far as haunted houses go. Like, if I go with a group, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's by it's, yourself. Maybe it'd be scary. My problem is, is like if I get if I get uh, separated. Like uh, I went to a corn maze. Oh yeah, and it was a covered one. Oh yeah, and um, they have people in there hiding and stuff, and I got separated from my group, and I got lost because like it was fucking 17 different places to go and there's only one entrance and one exit and I got fucking lost and, and like I was young I was like 12, 13, 14 and I'm walking around just getting like and people would jump out and I'm like oh god and like just getting terrified and I think one person uh, one person kind of noticed that I was like probably almost in tears and they were like you, you want to get out and I was like yes <laughs> He was like, okay, follow me. And, like, cut through a back hall, like a back entrance that they had, and walked me out the side. And I was like, thank God. Because <laughs> I was fucking lost. Because this was a huge fucking corn maze. Because it was one in Indianapolis. Right. Or not Indianapolis, but up. Towards there. Yeah. And it was just, like, one of the fucking huge. Was it Hannah Haunted Acres? It might have been. Because I think they have, one, they have a haunted house, and they, I think they also have a corn maze, or used to have a corn yeah. maze. Because they, they have. It's not covered, though. Oh, it may not have been. Because they had, wherever we went, it was like within an hour. But they had, um, they had these huge fucking hay bales that you could climb. Like, each hay bale was probably this tall. Oh. And it went up to probably like four stories. And you could just climb up on them and whatever. And then they had hay, ba- they had hay rides and pumpkin patches and shit like that. But they had a corn maze. And, like, just deep. It was fucking huge. Um, but yeah, they just, like, he just, like, you want me to walk you out? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I've done. Like, I've been in... Because he saw me four times. He told me, like, I've seen you walk past me, like, four or five times. It's like, I scared you once. I was like, I wasn't going to do it again. And he was like, you just look like you're lost. I was like, yeah, I don't want out. So he just walked me out. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> God, it was terrifying. I fucking hate it. And I hate... I'm not claustrophobic. I hate being by myself. As far as... If I was locked in a room with somebody, I'd be okay. Like, more okay than by myself. Right. I'd still be terrified, depending on what it was. But, like, if I was, for some reason, like, a friend jokingly locked me in a shed, like, if that was to happen to You me, would need a new friend. I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah. Like, little pranks the friends do. Whatever. Yeah. But I would be terrified. Now, if it was, like, a group, if I was with two or three people and got locked somewhere as a prank, I'd be okay. Right. Like, I was in an elevator, and it, it broke down for, like, 30, 45 seconds. It wasn't long. But I was with three people. Didn't know them, but I was okay. Right. Because there's people there. If I was by myself, 
I would probably be on the floor fucking bawling. Like, I just, nope. You're an interesting cat, John. Yeah, I, I fucking hate, like, situations like that, being by myself terrifies me. So the next episode is going to be John by himself doing this podcast. God, fucking no. Locked in a room. God, no. You have to do the podcast or you die. <laughs> Want to play a game? I guess I'm dead. I guess I'm dead. I guess I'll just die here. So, that was our, uh, well, about three hours, almost yeah. three hours running on it. Um, uh, but that's what happens whenever we have, you know. Yeah. Well, we got the news out and we just talked some bullshit. So, yeah. that's nice. And we haven't, uh, me and him actually haven't got to really hang out for the past two weeks, about two, three weeks. Yeah, it's been rough. Um, but so, yeah. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, if you guys want to want to talk about anything specific or have an idea for a topic or just want to know our opinions on something, uh, hit us up on our email. It's real. What were we talking about at gmail.com. Or you can talk to us on Twitter. It's uh, my tw- uh, Twitter is at TweetyMcTweet11. And John? I'm at JDSlevin13. Uh, you can also uh, like and share our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash real what were we talking about. Uh, go over there. Um, take a look. It's in a book. Uh, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> you think it's a game. But, uh, yeah, go check us out. Uh, like and share the page with all your friends. Um, and I think maybe next week if we, if we have a chance, if we have time, We'll uh, probably do another live uh, Facebook live live Facebook feed. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, so uh, look forward to that. And uh, so yeah, till next time. I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Pancakes. <laughs>